0: Welcome
1: I to a- grab my ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking pointless this time. <laughs> <laughs> technical difficulty oh, after oh, technical man. difficulty. Uh, welcome to another episode of Omnivoted Idiots. I am Idiot Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Stacey, as always, uh, singers here. Jamie is not here. Not here. She is in rehearsals for uh, next place. stuff. <clears throat> uh, Charlotte's Web, I believe. Yeah. Well, that's what their first—that's what their next
2: play is. I don't yeah. know if that's what they're rehearsing for. Okay, right
1: now. Uh, as you can tell, singers in the building. Uh, our old friend Joe Alihambra is here with us.
0: He, he still programs. has yet to meet Jamie because he keeps bailing out of <laughs> there. It, well, yeah, I think i have built what once. Their mutual events twice. Twice. That was twice. Yeah, that was twice. After the third one, I'll start making it. Okay. No
1: promises though. And we have a special guest in the building, Mr. Sapp, who is here for an interview, which will take place after we do a current events wrap up. And first on our current events is Ali Hombras people. Why the fuck y'all keep eating fucked up animals and starting viruses and shit?
0: Well, a lot of that, a lot of that is because how how oh, they live next so close to their animals, uh-huh. especially, like, in those those more... Uh, no,
1: I need you to start saying we, how we live. It's your people. Your people.
0: Wait until some shit pops off in Africa. <laughs>
1: it already is. We brought AIDS.
0: Yeah, because y'all fuck monkeys. Yeah, that's AIDS okay. old news, though. So, no, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. No, you can make fun of it, because it's still over 30. It, yeah, yeah. Once it, once it's over... Like, I'm, I'm still waiting for, what, 20... Whatever it is. He, I'm still waiting for a twenty thirty one. Just so I can make fun of 9-11. Bro, I've been doing that shit for years. You can fucking take optics, bro. That's what this show's about. (laughs) But what it is, just whenever uh, viruses are really in close, or whenever animals live very in in close proximity, and sanitation isn't isn't a thing, Uh, diseases tend to um, cross the species line.
1: What tripped me out the most about this is, like, the day... Everything started getting extremely crazy about the coronavirus is when Netflix dropped Pandemic, and <laughs> right. I was just like, "What the? F-? Hold on!" Well, it's like they dropped that Kobe special
3: the same day that Kobe died. Did they they the, really? uh, they're, they're on the they're forefront the the of it. Yeah, thirty yeah. for thirty. Yeah, I feel like Netflix has a whole list of serious events just waiting. In the no, it's, right. it's like they're, oh, they're yeah. the new Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. predicts how the Simpsons predicted the future
0: for like the last thirty years, like accurately. Yeah. Did you guys see that um, the
2: people, the business that owns Corona is trying to pay like 15 mil to rename it Bud Light Virus? Or
1: yeah, their PR has been, uh, been been on point on this. It was like, yo, please stop messaging us. We have nothing to do with this. <laughs> but yeah, there's uh, there's been a lot of reports on what's going on with this, and there's been a recent whistleblower that's come out from China saying, hey, this is a lot worse than what's actually being reported throughout our media and worldwide. Uh, A lot of uh, American uh, flight companies have ceased all flights in and out of China Mm -hmm. for the next four or five months. Yeah,
2: they did that with SARS. Yeah. Yeah. And those shithole countries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Way to come full circle. saying. those
2: are my words. Those are our fearless leaders' words. Right.
1: right. right. Very, very true. Very true. So, so yeah. And then there's uh, been you. I mean, you said there's been a reported case in Statesboro. From heard, yeah. When uh, when when did that news come out?
3: I heard that. Uh, I want to say yesterday afternoon. Yeah. No, Statesboro, you should...
0: Yeah. Huh? There
3: you go, so.
1: Yeah, the, uh, I, I think, do. what, two weeks ago there was a reported case in... And he's uh, not an Asian person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's he's showing cultural respect. <laughs> Taking his shoes off for the best. And, and dog. Dog.
2: <laughs> then you eat your dog. Then you eat your dog. that's how you get coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah.
1: uh, first reported case in the United States was in Washington.
2: <laughs> you, you know shark tales? Dogs are friends, not food. I don't, I've never watched
0: Shark Tales. I think it's Shark Tales. They're trying to teach the no, sharks that to was not on, eat. That was on, on fucking Finding Nemo. Shark was, Tales? It? was it? Yeah, it was yeah, Shark Tales Nemo. was
1: Will Smith. I don't know. I
0: think well, Shark Tales, yeah. I know. Well, I
2: think Shark Tales yeah. had those reggae jellyfish that was at yeah, that, the yeah. car wash. That's yeah, but, I what I remember. But, but then the stoner character from Finding like, this weird how all these Squirt fucking kid work. movies have yeah, stoner yeah, characters. It was the the best one yeah, was the yeah.
0: His voice was amazing. He's like, alright guys, this is how you get out. Talk a like, with That's why I want to narrate, narrate uh, that little, the one that played Squirt, the guy that did that voice. Mm-hmm. I wanted to narrate, narrate my sex life, <laughs> just because I think that'd be amazing.
3: I want a combination a- to and... a combination rename it Squirt to Dry. The combination of Morgan Freeman and Samuel Jackson. I yeah, thought that, that would be epic.
0: To narrate
1: your sex life, David
0: Attenborough. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Well, who was it that? <laughs> Yo, it's just because he's a legend. But uh, who was he it? He unzips. No. His fly? No, no, no! I wanted, uh, I wanted the guy that played a uh, Snape on Harry Potter. Uh, oh, uh, passed away uh, a few years ago. Well, yeah, I forget what the fuck his yeah, name is. Either that or Christopher Walken. Then he pushes
3: it in, <laughs> thrusting and releasing, thrusting. I, w- I thought that would automatically make it. This pocket watch. <laughs> it spiced it out too. It worked yeah. in your favor. Yeah, Got <laughs> Your mother kept this watch. She's
0: like, uh, uh, this, this unhunk, uh, was it? uncomfortable hunk of metal in my ass, butch. And now here I am to give it to you, butch. Your father's watch. Yeah. We were in a...
1: <laughs> can't even do it, can you? Uh,
0: I can't. I just don't... I mean, I'll start giggling. Because <laughs> it's like... That was like one of the, the most... Like, it's like a, it's such an important scene, but then like the, the monologue was so like... What the fuck? Because he... In an annoying prison. Your father and I. Yeah,
1: man. Did you see... Um, I know one of the... From the... What's it? Was it the Golden Globes or whatever? The Oscars or whatever when... Um,
0: Kobe Bryant won, won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: That's not where I was going. Oh, my bad. But when um, Brad Pitt won his award for... Um, you know, like... What was the movie that we went to go see from the Quentin Quentin Tarantino oh, movie?
0: Oh, um, Bastards. No. No, the newest one. Yeah. Oh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes.
1: He, he won his award for that, and yeah, he was thanking Quentin Tarantino. And was that uh, good? It was good. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, yeah, watch and uh in the in there he was thanking he thanked Quentin Tarantino and thanked all the women's feet that Quentin Tarantino filmed. <laughs> <laughs> There's a snippet in there, and then it just goes to Quentin Tarantino's face and he's just like Looking like oh shit they caught me because <laughs> he does the I don't he's he's got he's got a kink never never seen it I
0: mean it's in all it's, it's in, all in all of his movies, movies. Yeah. oh yeah because oh, yeah, yeah like like in, in Glorious Bastard whenever he was uh, with the shoe mm-hmm. and then like her feet were or, and like Kill Bill her feet were a big thing that he always showed yeah oh yeah he's so squinting on man.
2: them toes suck them toes man sucking on them toes Here. let's
0: go man. I'm going to I'm trying to live his best life but I would actually bring a sauce for that Like I couldn't just suck toes it would, it would What have sauce to eat, so would what you bring sauce? Like? Oh, you just
2: had honey mustard on your chicken now. Sriracha
0: Ho- Hoisin or sriracha Okay I, I Some like dabbling sauce it's Not a dry rub? No, because that <laughs> would be Like just salt The intense nah, salt maybe like lick them first and Yeah Like some Fun dip yeah, I,
2: mean, <laughs> I would I would Definitely something R- ripping lines off a fucking <laughs> big toe.
1: Key bumps off the pinky.
2: Uh, <laughs> not that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, what was that laugh, John? This dude over here. Have you ever noticed? Uh, that, like, John has two things. Whenever he, whenever he thinks something's hilarious. He'll do, like, this little piggy smile, and then he'll stick his tongue out and go, <laughs> <laughs> He got me the other day happened so hard, I forget what the fuck He was. was just on his couch, like, <laughs> 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 I couldn't even go what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. It's, uh, like, it's like, you know, you've been hit by your mom so hard that you forget how to cry. you you, like, I mean, reset? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, that's definitely that's definitely oh. happened. Oh, yeah. It's so we, we briefly
0: people. mentioned uh, Kobe. You said he won a an Oscar. Was that... He made a... Post uh, No, this was like uh, a few years ago. He made like a, 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 a cartoon about basketball, and he won. The Oscar for for best animated whatever, whatever. Oh, that's going to ping. I was trying to silence this. That's okay. Yeah, it's not like we're it's doing It's not like bad. you're paying attention to what I part? was paying attention <laughs> to what the fuck you're saying. I have to do three things at once. All right, I'm Asian. I'm very efficient. <laughs> And I just did fu- I, And I just did fu- And I just I was, did maps and in, right <laughs> in my head
1: Oh dude yeah Speaking of Asians We were watching Jeopardy last night That uh, shit was fucking You know good. what's
0: funny right is whenever Whenever people say Asians Like everyone like like Looks great <laughs> We were watching Jeopardy last night you could tell Because you could see Everyone's eyes uh, Dude this Asian panorama. There was, I see there was, in
1: HD It was one Asian woman On the panel And by the time Jeopardy? It was done Huh Jeopardy
2: yeah. What so you're her, talking about a, cont- a contestant? Yeah. Okay.
1: By the time everything was done, she was negative thirty-two hundred dollars, and they just everybody. She uh, Alex was like, "Yeah, um, you 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 win a thousand dollars, and we'll, we'll see you later." Yeah. And the next clip, she wasn't even there no more.
0: Yeah, she's not. If, if you go into, uh, you get eliminated. You yeah, get eliminated. If you're if you're negative going to the final jeopardy, but get
1: like when he said that, it went back and looked at her, and
2: isn't he it, isn't that he retiring? yeah he's
1: pancreatic pancreatic cancer he's got like
2: stage 4
0: pancreatic cancer I think oh good
2: for him yeah good for
1: okay
3: he lived a good life yeah he's he's getting out
0: before us come on Kobe Bryant died so why can't he
1: that's one way to look at it Um,
2: got longer than those folks with coronavirus (laughs) yeah
1: yeah yeah so yeah uh, Yeah, I mean
2: he's still working he's still fucking working right
1: yeah
0: Hot take number one for the day. <laughs> oh. So I bet you, like he, he seems like a kink guy too, though. Like, lo, like low key. Yeah. Like I bet you, he'd be fucking like nineteen-year-olds in his house, like all old and shit. Like, maybe.
1: <laughs> Whose dick is this for two thousand?
0: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: Who's your daddy for
3: five yeah, hundred?
0: I'll take Felicia for five hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get awkward boners in front of those like old young porn. Like where, like the old man. Oh, brings, like, I, I thought you meant in front of like Alex Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> But those aren't awkward. Those are those are. What do you personal. mean? You get
1: awkward boners in front of old young porn? If you're watching old young porn, you well, it, it you're, just like comes in real life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: in no, like like sometimes it, you, like yoga it'll be like, like you're suggested on Pornhub or something.
1: If you're on Pornhub, you went there to get a boner.
0: Right, but I wasn't trying to jerk off to like, like some old before. Man.
3: So then why were
2: you? So then how did you end up watching? He's, <laughs> he's scrolling <laughs> down the
0: list. Oh, oh so while, I just while it's while it's
1: showing you like the 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 preview of the
0: preview, I'm like. That's normally what happens. Like yo, you know that? uh. Like how old? Huh? Like how old? Like, like, like this dude had to be like at least in his at least in his late sixties, and this girl was literally eighteen. And I was like, bruh. like it was kind of hot. But the same time, like, <laughs> there's some miles on that day. Like, there's oh yeah, man. some there's mileage there's a, on that no <laughs> shit. She's about to have Fuck. some. She's about to have some miles run through that pussy too. But yeah, I mean, he was counting. Yeah, That's man. Surprising. That's how you right? and fucking handing it off. It's like an apprenticeship, bro. <laughs> like you're an young, apprenticeship, you're indeed. like a fucking padawan learner. <laughs> yeah, right. Learning the ways of the cock. You know, I see your shorts is as big as mine. <laughs> Let's see how well you handle it. <laughs> so, getting back to the tragic death of Kobe, <laughs>
2: that I don't give a shit about. <laughs> Joe's about to fucking die on his soda.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Kobe <laughs> died uh, this week, and honestly, I feel bad for the family, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, But same. on the... It sucks to be you. Yeah, right. but it is kind of annoying.
2: Well, this is, this is the thing, is I'm like... Not, I'm not disagreeing as, with you. As, as helicopter guys... I wasn't, guys, as I wasn't guys disagreeing doing, with you. Okay, yeah. but this is what I'm saying, because they don't know, okay. the listeners, right? As helicopter guys... You can't fucking fly a helicopter in inclement weather. Like, in fog, shit like that. Like, it's just not supposed you, to happen. You, you can. You you can, but you should already... You know going into it that it's a risky situation. And with him having all his money, having the fucking Sikorsky that he did, he's like, man, fuck it. I got the best fucking pilot. I got the best helicopter. Fuck it, we'll run it anyways, right?
1: I, I, I don't know the full details behind the pilot That's just or, my thought pattern. or what was- happened but my my issue with the whole scenario is for 2 or 3 days facebook was flooded with uh, our military dies every day and nobody gives a shit but people are flooded with facebook's flooded with kobe bryant to hell with kobe bryant what about all the other people that died in the airplane man. kobe bryant kobe bryant just played basketball why are you people mourning this man why does it matter why anybody mourns anybody that you let people these people definitely
2: meant black well, yeah,
1: <laughs> If that's what it is, that but but to me, if somebody's mourning somebody, let them fucking mourn. If that's what they want to do. But I'm do, saying, like,
2: I haven't seen any posts like that. And since he's actually Dick. And he's like, exactly true. talking about our men and women. Like, that's whenever a black athlete, like, some shit happens, they're like, "Man, our our
0: soldiers need more respect."
1: That's that's. They're
0: like, man, fuck. That was the fuck hok- that was the honkiest accent I've ever heard you use. Ever. <laughs> Bro, I can go. I, can I go think you meant right to say honkiest.
1: Honkiest.
2: What Honkiest. You I said pokey. Pokey, yeah. which
0: Hokey. is different from honky. Yeah, it's I'm a not racist. separate thing. I'm not a racist. Just my those parrot was.
3: Yeah. I
0: have a color TV. What do black people and TVs have in common? smack them to make them
3: work. <laughs> you know how, uh, oh, getting oh getting, boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Speaking of black people with TVs. <laughs> you know I. boys. Huh? You know how TVs keep getting bigger. <laughs> 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 black people keep getting stronger. Oh my <laughs> God. God. Are, God. This?
0: Are we doing this?
3: No, no, no. no. I
0: saw there. We're gonna. i there. to tell my. We're want. gonna. Jesus we're name. gonna
2: move from Kobe right into RPC. Stacy I still have no idea what this drink he took I'm looking this up then he's gonna explain to us about uh, this whole situation with uh, our newest celebrity fan Robert Paul Champagne I guess right
1: (laughs) oh man Uh, so yeah uh, to finish my statement if somebody wants to mourn somebody, just fucking let him do it.
0: I thought we were over. I'm on Pornhub right now. I never even Why are you know. on
1: Pornhub? We didn't no, He I said was... mourn, not porn. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to find Kobe Bryant porn I was already? RPC. It's he's not. You do Hello. not want to look You're... up RPC porn, dude. All right. Hey,
2: come on. He's gonna listen to this.
1: Well, I'm fair. All right, so I am a f- huge fan of Tom Segura, a comedian. Tom Segura has his own podcast called Your Mom's House, where uh, with, he, his wife, with his wife, with his wife Christina, who's also a comedian. Yes,
2: and she curates uh, uh, TikTok videos. Yeah, on you her guys Instagram, know what TikTok is right. The app. isn't
0: that, that like the new version of Vine or something? Basically,
2: supposedly. I don't know. I haven't used it too much.
0: I have. Our only exposure
2: it. to it is through Christina's peas. Uh, I have TikTok videos. These?
1: yeah. I never. I've never used it. But, uh, they're, 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 uh, they're...
2: So, Christina P has tapped into this vein of, like... Oh, no,
1: this, they didn't, this did not come from TikTok. Oh, RPC, from, RPC didn't come from... RPC did not come oh. from TikTok. Christina, well, Christina Prasitsky is... is a comedian. That's and how married to Tom, Tom Segura. Yeah. And they do
2: your mom's, po- your mom's, your mom's house house. podcast together.
1: But, uh, but they get, they take a bunch of user submissions from videos, mm-hmm. and they have, uh... A vein of videos that they call the cool guy club which is just a bunch of and you need to watch the latest yeah awkward Awkward and sometimes out their videos and they have uh like three maybe four years ago they got a video that they dubbed the try it out guy and they didn't know who he was for the longest and the video basically has a a guy that gives out his entire address and it is a older white gentleman that says he's just looking he's for probably black guys. What, late
2: forties. Oh, he's probably 50s. older than that. He's probably when the video when he made the video.
1: No, it's only a couple years old, and he still he's puts those same videos out. So yeah, probably think. late early fifties, but he's looking for black guys that love to fuck specifically and he, thugs that love to fuck good. Whether you're some men like, from jail, like, homeless like, thugs, straight out like, of come
2: stay in my house. It's a free place to stay. Beat me,
0: piss on me, like straight fuck up, me. like straight up, like on a, on a Pulp Fiction, some heavy pipeline,
1: pretty yeah. much yeah. that yeah. kind of guy. And yeah. over the years, uh, some of the listeners found him mm-hmm. and found out his name was Robert Paul Champagne, and they ended up contacting him and was like, "Hey, if we uh, put your social media out there you'll start gaining some followers Mm -hmm. and uh he agreed and was like yeah go ahead put my stuff out there and they put out his instagram
2: they've also had because they have dr drew on the podcast a lot they had dr drew go and meet uh robert paul champagne and did an, an interview with him
1: yeah, and uh, but
2: Tom and Christina haven't met him. Right? They've
1: not met him in person. One of their producers, Josh Potter, has also gone over there and met him, and I can show you some of his videos and Instagram feed. I follow him on Instagram, and I did RPC. not... I follow Yeah, I follow RPC on Instagram, and uh, I did not know that RPC followed me back on Instagram. And throughout, you know, me and John are always together, out hanging out, most of the posts are me and John, he started liking and commenting on my Instagram.
2: So we have a celebrity follower. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, shout outs to RPC. What shout outs to
1: Robert Paul Champagne. Keep doing your thing. We're not uh, gonna
2: try it out, but we can find some, maybe find somebody to try. Yeah, it.
1: he lives in Harlem, and if you want to go to his Instagram live feeds, you can watch him walk around his apartment in Harlem, walking around naked, pull a cup out, piss in a cup, drink it right after. Do his thing in his house and put out his shit on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, everywhere and just let you know straight up. He'll give you his address. He'll give you his phone number. You want to come Call over three. and fuck. He's got food. He's got alcohol. You get a lease and a key. You just got to fuck him, piss on him, beat him, and I then go to, do your life. I have
0: to do that. Like, yeah.
3: <sighs> I, I can't just go over there and hang out and eat and like, watch him
0: get... Oh, no, no. Nah, nah. It's definitely like... I
2: mean, you got to at least fuck him.
3: Are we talking finger foods or... Is it like? He's, talking, yeah, about no, not. he's not. talking about like long term, bro. You can stay there.
1: You're gonna be eating what he's eating. Yeah. I mean, you might not have to eat dick.
0: Does he eat Like, I thought he
2: eats good.
1: I mean, I don't know. His name's
2: then. Robert Paul Champagne, bro. You don't name yourself Champagne if you're not about the finest things in life. I disagree. There's a lot of strippers in this world. that name
0: themselves Diamond and stuff like that, and they're fucking dirtbags. But I still love them. Well, I mean,
1: just because you had bad experiences doesn't mean every.
0: Yeah, and how dare you call those performers
2: fucking dirtbags.
0: You, know you know what's crazy is like uh, here like in the south You know, went you went to the strip club uh-huh. specifically to procure these
2: ladies business, right? For them to fucking for their attention, and then you go back and call them dirtbags.
0: I, I you know It's my opinion, so <laughs> let me have it. That's number one. Fair that's number one.
1: Just because you went to the Gentleman's Club, Montgomery yeah. Crossroads.
0: Yeah, 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 come on. We got to talk about like the quality of places oh, yeah, that, that go you're like... going. Okay, so fine. As we're going into this, I've probably been to about 50 strip clubs in my life. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, that's, I'm not. I'm not saying that's a lot, but I'm not saying that I'm, I'm pretty well versed in mm-hmm. you know male adult entertainment. Okay. But well.
1: Yeah, cause yeah, let's let's put that let's 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 go ahead and classify that. Cause I mean, just cause you went to four a bunch four males, of, yeah, just cause you went to a bunch of Chippendale shows doesn't mean you you know.
0: I actually go to those just so I can watch them fucking spin sort circles like. He's like, man. All I can do is do a little light switch. I can't do a full <laughs> I'm, I'm not even a fucking television. That motherfucker's that. That's an exclamation point. All I got is a I'm gonna <laughs> uh, swing this tic tac around, bro. But I've noticed, I've noticed in my, I've, <laughs> I've noticed in my travels that uh, that here, here on the east coast and on the West, and, and and down south, like a lot of the stripper names are like, Trinity or Diamond or Champagne or. Something, or like named after some liquor then you go back to where we're from on the west coast and they're all like latinas and shit like that they're all like
1: purple haze hey, fucking Kush <laughs> introducing Jay- sour diesel Jay <laughs> now I'll
0: bring him to the stage
1: well but yeah where we're from on the west coast weed is completely legal and you can just you know it's all the way out there so right. the names are different and you gotta keep in mind we're in the south where it's it's you know most of the Dancers you have down here are African American, where, you know, underserved communities normally name their children after shit they can't achieve. Is that a fact? Oh, uh, you would be looking up. I okay. mean, you look at driver's licenses and you look at driver's licenses on a almost daily basis as door guys. You read names.
0: I'm mostly I'm, trying to remember
1: Yeah, I'm addresses. usually not looking at the names. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I'm mostly trying to remember <laughs> You've been watching a lot of You on Netflix?
0: Oh, I heard about that. I was like, wait, you? Oh, okay, nah, I, uh that's the one where like, the dude's been stalking this chick for yeah. like two years. Yeah. Man, you know what? I hope he fucks her in the end. <laughs> you know, because all that work, I hope he gets what so he wants. I'm want. pretty sure
1: he murdered a couple guys. I haven't watched it. I've just oh, been seeing all the memes. Well, I
0: mean, it, it, to him, then, that means the juice is worth the squeeze. He's willing to cross a taboo line to get what he wants. Is murder really like, a
1: taboo line these days?
0: We, oh, yeah, we, we need a society society this? This? <laughs> dude, <laughs> like, Now we're having a, a fucking uh, a, a debate de- de- about, about murder. Norms. Norms? You know, John over here was over here talking about how the coronavirus is, what was it you said? It's more effective than mass shootings? Yeah, yeah dude. That's how we're going to fix climate change. change. Well, I
1: mean, even going oh, well, back to that.
0: So that's that's actually a fundamentalist, there's like a lot of fundamentalist Christian groups that say that. That these diseases that are coming out are, are God. Well, it's also like, like there, yeah. are, there are
2: people yeah. that say that <laughs> well, I mean, there's, like, I don't know if it's exactly scientific proof out there yet, but there's, like, links where they're saying, like, the increase in temperatures, you know what I mean? It's not, well, like, from... the bacterias and shit aren't dying off as much anymore, like, as the fucking mm-hmm. temperatures raise and raise and raise. So that can be, like, a fucking cause of all these, you know, crazier viruses that are mutating and shit. I thought we were
1: still in Kobe Bryant. We were talking about RPC. Yeah, we,
2: we jumped from. <laughs> yeah, And
1: speaking of RPC, if you go follow his Instagram, be respectful. Don't talk shit to the guy. He's yeah. living his best life. Hey, leave yeah, him no, fuck yeah, he's that. doing his thing, man. Yeah, Make you yeah. smile, man. Make it, it, yeah, yeah. yeah, just anybody that listens to this, leave the dude the fuck alone. Let him live his life.
0: So are you going to go meet just him?
1: Just be respectful. No. Yeah, yeah, be respectful. I'm not saying, I'm
0: not saying you're going to go harm him and have sex and live with him. I'm just saying, would you ever go meet him? If we were up in, because
1: me and him talk about taking trips all the time. If we're up in New York and we come across this dude, I'll have a conversation with him, but my I probably was, won't go to his house. My I aunt lives in
0: my aunt lives in Manhattan, so if you go, like let me, you know, I'll tag along and I just, yeah. Like, yeah, well, I mean. For, uh, we could do a we could do an episode with them.
1: Yeah, if we go up to New, because trips from from Savannah to, to New York are cheap as
2: shit. Yeah, one hundred fifty six dollars a return flight. I heard that's a fucking bit. Well, I found
0: I found a uh, two a two way ticket for one hundred fifty six bucks online. Oh for real? Yeah, as long as you book it six months in advance. It's cheap. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Fair. All right. But well,
1: if we happen to be around and he's like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm going to be doing karaoke here," and be like, "Yo, we're going to go meet our PC and you know take some Instagram pictures or something."
2: Hell uh, yeah first celebrity follower. Fair I'm enough. same We out here. Gotta respect that. We out you. Well, let's That's go. Right. So, I guess today what we came to talk about is PTSD and depression, right? Correct. Which, fucking four out of four of us in this room. Yes. When one, one form or the other. Yes. So, I mean, um, I guess, John, this is uh, kind of your topic. Did you
3: have somewhere that you wanted to start? Or... Uh, well, you know, I spent six years in the Army. You guys work in the service, you know? Yep. I did my four, uh, jobs, Fucking working, to to yeah. My, as, a, as time goes on, you see more and more people looking for uh, safe spaces and using their mental diseases, depression, bipolar disorder, things like that as, as kind of scapegoats, you know, mm-hmm. excuses and stuff like that. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah, there's so many avenues and so many uh, different approaches of finding help, mm-hmm. things to do, things to occupy your time. There's no, there's no excuse for you to use depression as a, as a, withholding. Mm-hmm. You know. So you're
2: saying, as far as like work or like, like reason, like depression as a reason you can't go to work or like you need anything. a safe space or
3: depression using depression as a reason not to do anything. I got you. You know. It's all. I always say, depression is a disease. Mm-hmm. I believe it is, mm-hmm. but staying depressed is a choice. Mm-hmm. Like you wake up in the morning and you're depressed. Making that choice to get out of bed is mm-hmm. the first step. But that's you know,
0: that's your personal resolve. I play. I, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, that's your personal resolve. But uh, like I said, playing as playing devil's advocate, there are people that actually have legit chemical imbalances that cause depression. Right. Yeah, and but they, I think then, that like they can't help that. Like, that's
1: yeah. Well, yeah, but I think what he's saying is, from from someone who 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 understands that the people do have those chemical imbalances, you still have to make a choice, right? Whether right, whether right. whether to sit there and and let that take you over, mm-hmm. or to get up and say, "All right, I know I have this.
0: Let me face this head on and, not, and try to try to try that's, to that's, try to move forward." It's it's very easy to say that. But when you are in the dire straits of depression, walking to the bathroom is hard. Yeah. And now now you have to build the, the courage and fight past your anxiety to, to contact someone. Mm-hmm. If you can't even take your ass to the, to the shitter, how much harder
3: is it now to reach out for help? You know. Well, I think. I mean, I'm just. That's like, all. That's all on this uh, motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> that's all on the whole the whole willpower. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. that kind of leads to the. The topic of like, addiction, you know, mm-hmm. it's all about willpower. Yeah. You know, I believe addiction is for weak-minded people. You know, mm-hmm. there are times when, like heroin, you mm-hmm. know, stronger drugs. Once you start taking them, it does create a chemical imbalance, mm-hmm. and that does mm-hmm. lead to it creates a physical dependence. The disease yeah. side of it, but you make that initial choice. You know, right from wrong. You know. It depends. There's I mean, if you on were on. raised
2: by a fucking heroin addict, that's, you know what I mean, and you see it all your life, then that's what's but right
3: at, for you, you know what I mean? That's at like, some point, unless you're you know. so secluded in that life that there is no outside contact, But
1: see, you but, see what
3: right from wrong is.
1: But see, as someone, even as someone in your situation, because even now, you, someone that grew up 100% small town life, and still currently live small-town life. You drive almost, what, an hour and a half every day to come to work? And still live small-town life, drive an hour and a half back. How many people that you grew up with are stuck on drugs because they didn't go anywhere, didn't experience anything, and have that small-town mentality? You walked away, joined the military, and got a little bit more of a life experience, and have a different mindset than a lot of those people.
3: It's it's family, it's friends, it's, but the common denominator is they all say the same thing, I know I shouldn't be doing this, or I know there's help out there. Mm -hmm. And that goes to depression. There's help out there for chemical imbalances, for strictly mental issues. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of avenues to take. There's Medicines, which I really don't, I'm not a big fan of medicine, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you walk in a doctor's office and the first word you see is practice, mm-hmm. so they really don't have a I way. mean, that's a fair point, that's a you fair know. point, um, but, but now if that's, to- if that's what helps, then take that avenue, but you have to make that choice to take that avenue, you have to realize, you have to realize at a self-conscious level, I have a problem, I have a problem. You know, you have to realize there's an issue going on with me that I need to fix.
2: I think that's the first step, yeah. But I, I think a lot of people don't make it to that first step. Well, as far as, like...
0: Realizing that you need help, realizing that you need help, though, is, is when you get to a point in your life where you have self-actualization. Mm-hmm. I never I never struggled with depression until after I got out of the Army. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know what it was like to be depressed. And then personal issues happened in my life, and all of a sudden now I was depressed, and I didn't know what was going on. I said, why Why is the world hazy right now? Why am I not thinking with the same sharpness that I had three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, why is it that now I can't, I don't want to do my homework? Or mm-hmm. why is it now all of a sudden I just, I don't care if I fail this class? I never, I wasn't like that before, you know? Yeah. I was headstrong, I was I was assertive, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every now and then I would, I would be indecisive, but... You know, I didn't know how to, I I just, I honest to God, didn't know what was going on in my head. And then finally one day I was like, man, fuck, am I depressed? So I did like a little online survey. They're like, yeah, bro, you're depressed. (laughs) And I I, I didn't know it. You know, I didn't know it.
2: I think that happens a lot with guys transitioning out of the military though, because you have such a strong bond and you have like a purpose not only do structure. you have to...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, I'm saying... Like, that's like old people that die all of a sudden after they stop working. Because yeah, all, yeah. That's yeah. what got me
3: the most when I got out was, I had, was my schedule. Yeah. I knew where I had to be. I knew what I was doing and what time I was doing you it. What to wear? 24-7.
2: Well, the other thing is like, I'm a soldier. Like, I have... You know what I mean? Identity. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an identity of like, I'm doing a fucking good thing. Like, people congratulate me. All the time, people thank me for my service. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a respectable thing in community. And then, like, to go to just being like Joe that works at the bar. You know what I mean? Not saying that that's like a fucking I less. I
0: prefer Joe that
2: works at the bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm much happier in my life now yeah. than
0: I ever was in the military. It's like we well, we, we I mean, the three of us will agree. We don't miss the bullshit. We just miss the people
2: yeah that's exactly I miss right.
0: the guys mm-hmm. I don't I don't most but I'm
2: saying there's not you don't have that like you go from like I got, being yeah. someone in society kind of and then you're kind of lost like without that big chunk of your identity so you're struggling to figure out like who am I without the military
0: who I, am I without all this I, yeah I agree with what you're saying that, that's not exactly what happened to me mm-hmm. but I, I agree with what you're saying is that like you lose that you lose that um a bad identification badge. And then that. it's
2: there's things that are it compounds. Like what you were saying about, you know, the chemical imbalance versus willpower. Um, you know, I have a, I have like a chemical imbalance. And so I can wake up and be like, fuck man, this this fucking sucks. Like, fucking why am I even gonna do this? But I know from like having gone to fucking be diagnosed. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't done any. I'm not a, actively in therapy or anything. I've done it quite a bit. Aren't those the shoes
0: that had the glass in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry.
2: Um, <laughs> I've actively uh, done therapy and stuff in the past, like since I was a kid. So I kind of have gotten to a point of like I know like how to so deal you with had it to do myself.
1: The... You had to do the conversation with the toys in the sandbox and everything. No, yeah, I, like I drink, you know, yeah I did that when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I had to do all that shit. Thanks
0: for off that Aid,
1: dude. I yeah, I've as, as a as a child, I was fucking diagnosed and well, was you, given you know, medication. You know, I've had it my so, entire life. Hold on, let me finish though.
2: Is like <laughs> I know if I wake up in a fucking shitty, fucking mood that if I get up and go to work or if I get up and clean the house, like. That's I'm going to be able to, you know, staying busy for me is the way that I treat my depression kind of is like, I just work and work and work on something to keep that out of my head. Um, And I think that's a lot of the thing with um, the military as well as like when you get out, you you're like in this transition period where you might not be going into a job right away. You know what I mean? So like, I I personally get really depressed when I'm not busy when I'm like off work or whatever and then you know as you get depressed say like oh you're depressed so you can't come in you you don't go into work whatever then you get fired then you're depressed about that then you're fucking then you can't pay your rent you're fucking yeah yeah exactly and then you're just in this fucking deeper and deeper hole So I mean, really, it is about getting out of bed. But I mean, you you gotta do you gotta take care of yourself because nobody else is gonna do it at the end of the day. Like you have to make that decision. You're right. But at the end of the day, I don't think that you can like out willpower your depression. Like you're gonna have to fucking struggle and fucking
1: fight. Oh, it's a it's a daily battle. It's a every fucking day. Mm -hmm. all right focus get up do something focus because you know me dude you'll fucking text me every day hey man i know you're home you want to do something no i gotta focus and do homework or no i'm just not in the right headspace to be out and about and every day hey fuck that get up come on over let's go do something let's go downtown and i just be like nope and he'll tell you dude even though me and him hang out all the time there'll be two weeks where i'm just in this house and I go to work do what I gotta do and come home and then I'll just be like alright fuck it I need to get out I need but, to get out
0: but you're right though but like what really helps like me is like whenever he hits you know, we, we, trip. we make it a point to go see each other once a week mm-hmm. to go have lunch even if, even if it's just for three hours just so he can make fun of me for being Asian like, you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. it's okay I'm okay with that but um, you, you were speaking on a, everything you were speaking on was was like a, a societal uh, sense of belonging sense of community uh, aspect there is the physiological aspect that brings in depression where if you if you are awake during the daylight hours and then you're sleeping during the darkness hours, uh if you're if you that's a big thing. Going outside is a big thing. You see people that that, that like hike the Appalachian Trail, mm-hmm. their case they're they're the community that does that has a very low percentage of people that actually have legit depression. Mm-hmm. And then you have people that have legit depression that do like the Appalachian Trail, and they say while they were while they were doing it, um, they didn't mind, have any boats, right? Going. Because they were they were they were going to sleep when it was dark, and then they were waking up when the sun came out, and then they were walking. But so they also was, had purpose. They but it also was a, it, had but something so, to do. That's not. But that's not. That's not necessarily.
2: And were actively like did they go out there to cure their depression? No,
0: or they just did it because that they made a goal. That just happened to do it. It. Like, Okay, like take for instance two, like have you ever met a Bedouin? A what? A Bedouin. Bedouins? Uh-uh. They like roam the desert, like they have camels, and they just roam the desert. They're like they're like um gypsies. What do I it. mean a fucking- Anyways, <laughs> they're gypsies. <somebody> that <laughs> I don't know, you've <laughs> met a lot of people in this life, you suck a lot of dick. I haven't been to the desert though! Don't like how uh, I went to the desert. How are you I'm not gonna you? dispute
1: the dick sucking part?
2: Okay! <laughs> what I'm saying is know? because I went to the
1: desert with a boo! You didn't let me finish! Okay. You didn't let me
4: finish! <laughs>
2: How can you go to the
0: desert with a boo and not suck dick? Thank you. What did you have? Like Look at life?
2: that! Look That's at this true. fucking stellar! How do you think I kept him from being depressed?
0: Oh, so true! <laughs> so true story. True story. That's why I lasted
3: three hours. So, so true. True story, though. Yeah.
0: I mean, we only
2: the three-hour meetings. We eat for forty-five minutes. So, true, so I eat for another, you know. Thirty seconds after that. So, so true story though. <laughs> Green we rice, you know, it's True not very true, filling.
0: true story though. We, you know, when you're deployed, you, 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 the bond you make with your guys, and like the your, your ability to talk shit, and like um, the shit you come up with, is a lot different than what you would normally come up with over here. Okay. This is this is the honest god true story. I'm not going to name names, um, but we had this one cat <laughs> that. We, we, we started busting him out for, like, copying everybody. Like, I got ratcheting wrenches, and I got tools brought in. And then someone else did it, so then he did it. And then someone else bought, like, a Bose portable uh, stereo set, so he bought it. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get one, too. I had the, uh, I had the uh, Oakley uh, transition lenses. He got them, too. You know, it was like everything that everyone else did, so he did the same thing. Well, one day, one of our other guys was like, I think we can convince this dude to suck a dick. And I was like, I was like...
3: No, because you know we're deployed, so that completely you know, yeah, like, understand that though. Right. See, the thing like, is though,
0: like you guys, you guys are yucking up. He's over here like, man, yeah, that sounds about right. So, uh, <clears throat> so like, uh, so I, we're discussing it like on the line, and I was like, dude, you know that's kind of, it's that's hilarious, but at the same time, like, yo, you're fucked. And he was like, nah, dude, do you think we could? Like, if we put enough pressure, do you think we could? And you know what? We have we're we're, we're we're seven months. We in a couple country. hours. We're seven months in country. We got two more to go. Yeah, let's see what we could do. Maybe he'll suck my dick. Then I'll call. You know, I'll make fun of him for
3: sucking my dick. Yeah. six and seven months too is like that crucial. So, kind of anyways, what'd you do
2: at this guy's funeral? <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, he's
0: still very much alive. Oh, okay, good. But uh, I, no, uh, I thought you like. Well, it was a, it was I thought mob. he like sucked your
2: dick and then he made fun of him and it was, he like <laughs> killed himself. It was, was
0: a nine-month deployment, so we didn't have a r or anything like that. But yeah, we were at seven months and we were already at each other's throats. Uh, I was already <laughs> sick of like, him. <laughs> he was at your throat already. Right. Well, in my, I mean, I was. Oh! Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, you uh, sucking dick in the desert now, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> so like me and me and so like the dude that we're, we were trying to convince to suck a dick. He, would come, he came to work the next day cuz you know that's when we talked about was on his off day so like that night so, so how came,
2: many people were trying to convince him
0: just me and another dude oh it's just, just you, just you and one other dude, dude? Yeah, you know him. okay like I, I don't i guess i don't want i don't want to say i don't want to like name names online but you you know him
3: that's all it takes too especially over there
0: <laughs> right that was who came with the idea and then it was this dude that we were trying to get to uh, to uh, do the you know what i'm saying <laughs> so like He comes to work and then I was like, I was like, yo, Greg, (laughs) is it about that time? He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. And then then the other dude was like, where are y'all going? I was like, well, I sucked his dick yesterday. So he's going to suck mine today. Right. I was just said, we said it casually, you know, like when you're down there and when you're deployed, like everyone, they hear things like that. No one really thinks about it. Right. Well, then, like, the next day we did it. We, we, we didn't actually suck dick or anything, but we were, we were saying that's what sure, we were Sure, yeah, okay. Because we would go to the container, like, way out in the line, you know. And uh, we would come back, like, 30 minutes later, and he'd be like, what, where, where'd you guys go? And I was like, oh, I just sucked him off. You know, he was like, he thought we were, you know. But then, like, I, uh, after about three weeks of this, homeboy that we were trying to get, you know, convinced, he was like, he pulled me to the side, he's like, hey, are, are you guys really sucking each other off? And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Cause if you are, I want to get it off." No, that's that's what we're getting on. Do I have so to do it first? So I was like, so? <laughs> <laughs> "Is it a pay it forward thing?" So, <laughs> so, so he looked up. To, it, is there a test? We were, we're about to we were about to go online, and he waited for for our other homeboys' day off to ask me. So it was just me and he and I, and he was like, "Are you are you guys really sucking each other off?" I'm like, "Yeah." First thing we want to get off shift, we we go straight to the container, get you that sukalamekka real quick, and then we go to work, you know. And he's like. You're fucking with me. I'm like, nah, no, um, we're not. And he was like, Are you for real? I'm like, yeah. And I was waiting for him to be like, so do you swallow? Because if he had asked me right then, I'd have lost it. I wouldn't have been able to keep my poker face. But yeah, he uh, then like I had a day off, and then like Will, uh my <laughs> <laughs> bad, Greg, Greg Will, <laughs> Will comes running up, and he's like, he's like, a boo, a boo, like what? He's like, guess what? He just asked me. I was like. He asked if we really suck a dick. He's like, "Yeah, it's working. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's working. This guy in our troops thinks are huge fags." <laughs> for now, but uh, yeah, you know, you fix all kinds of helicopters. They call you a mechanic. No, but you suck one dick. <laughs> he, uh, but yeah, he, um, yeah, he actually believed this for quite a while, like a good month, like leading up to almost us redeploying. Mm. He was like. They're really going back there and sucking each other's dicks. So did he suck your dick? No, or what? no, know. we never. He never crossed that line. Damn. We finally told him. We were but like, the thing
2: is, the the funniest shit about this that you told me who it was is
0: that that guy literally got peer pressured into getting a circumcision at fucking thirty years old. No, he, you know, he didn't get he didn't uh, get peer pressured. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> there was no peer pressure for him to get circumcised. Yes, out. it was because we were making fun so of him all, all the time. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Right. Check it out. Right. So yeah. when we went to the desert together, NTC. Right, you and I. Yeah, we were. It. It's dark out there. You know. It, it, it's it, like at night. There's no external lights.
2: Can I? It, can I also say this is just a little side venture into this?
0: <laughs> we're gonna come back to the whole depression. Anxiety. So we were. We were sitting in NTC, and he he walked. This dude comes walking up to me, mm. and he's like, "I hope he listens to this episode because I don't give a fuck." <laughs> he's like, hey, Ab- oh, "He never will." He's like, "Hey Abu, kid, can, can I talk to you?" Yeah. Talk. We're 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 in the we're in the crew chief tent, right? I was like, talk. He said, uh, "Well, can can I talk to you outside?" All right. So we go outside. And he's like, "Can I can I tell you something about myself that not very many people know?" Is this this is pre the other whole incident? This is this is this is pre circumcision. No, I'm
2: saying pre blowjob blow job training. Oh yeah, way before okay, this. Okay, that's the, what I thought.
0: Cause you were still in. Yeah, we had. The blowjob thing was when we were deployed. After I was out, Yeah. way after. Yeah, yeah. this is this is actually because you're there. Mm-hmm. You were in the tent when I when I busted him out. Yeah. So he he's like, hey, can we can we go outside and talk about something? I was like, yeah. So then like he's like, there's something about myself that I don't tell very many people because I'm very self-conscious. And I cut, ca- I look up and like it's a beautiful night, full moon, lots of stars, and I'm like, you thought he was gonna kiss? I, me. I thought that he was gonna come out the closet to me, and be like, yo, I'm gay. Like I for real thought that that's what he was gonna say. This was uh, this was already in my head. Like he's gonna tell me he sucks cock. Perfect setting, right? Because it's a beautiful <laughs> night, and it, it's just it, it's a it's almost a goddamn. It's it. Joe's romantic in like. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, it was almost atmosphere. A, if I had my ukulele, I'd have had it. I'd have had that butthole. But uh <laughs> what is it? Uh it was it was it was damn near a fucking Disney moment. And so I was like, well, what is it? And he's like, well, I'm kind of hesitant. I was like, well, goddamn it, just spit it out. He's like, I'm not circumcised. that's, that's it. it was there <laughs> was it. there more to this he was like he was like no cause like that's why you know I'm hesitant to hook up with girls cause like they'll go down on me and they'll see it yada 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 and I was like that's you have like first world problems bro <laughs> like that's what I see. he was like really I was like yeah that's no a big fucking deal who gives no a cause shit? in the first world most people are cut right <laughs> So he got a second moral problem. Then he was like, he would, so then I said, I said that's not, fine, whatever. He's like, yeah, well, well, don't tell anyone. I'm like, sure. We go back in, in, in the crew chief tent, and the first thing I spot out was, hey everyone, Johnson's not circumcised, right? Dude. I, I, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: So then, <laughs> so now, <so> now his <laughs> name's out now there, it rains. It rains. so to rain it but, in, rain it
0: back in. Bazinga,
2: so we called him John Skin for the rest <laughs> of
0: his book. The gift shop? Gift shop? So then, so then, our other boy that works with me at the bar, Casado, he would come in, he would come in, and every day he would draw like a little quiz. and He started off with one of these, it was like a he, he drew this, right. He literally went on the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on, the cha- on on our little dry erase board and drew this. Right? <laughs> oh, it should go like this, actually. Are you drawing so a star? So it's like a sheriff's star? Right? And then he said, what is this? He said, A. A star. And then he said, B. Maggie Simpson, right? Because, you know, you've seen Maggie Simpson in her little star yeah. outfit. And then he put C, Johnskins, right? And, like, every day he came up with a new one to fucking... Every day he came up with a new one to fucking make fun of Johnskins, right? And it was hilarious because we it, it, it started off with... It started with Johnskins and then it just became Skins, Right? And so, like, Johnskins, he had, a, he had a real big issue with talking to girls. So, like, he, we went out one night, and he's like, hey, will you be my wingman? I was like, yeah, I got you, dog. So, we're, we're at Bar Bar. This um, is also
2: a guy that told me that I asked him what type of... No, that was... Was that him? Who? I asked him what type of music he listened to, and he told me... No, that was the, the kid that came later. Who? Because um, Johnson, Johnson played guitar and shit. He yeah, listened. he played bass. Too. Never mind, yeah. this is a different guy.
0: So, he... Uh, I said to him, um, well, let's go out. We'll try to get you a girl. He's like, okay. So we're at Bar Bar, and I was like, hey, listen, here's the game plan, right? When I introduce you, I'll be like, oh, hey, this is my man, Skins. The first thing that someone's going to ask you is why they call you Skins. And you look him dead in the face, and you say, if you're lucky, you'll find out, right? And he was like, really? I was like, yeah, because what that does is it initiates conversation. It's a polar bear, just having enough to break the ice, you know? So he's like, so we we go out. These two young ladies pull up, saddle up next to me. I I just happen to be facing the wrong way. He's like, so, oh, hey, how y'all doing? So I, I, I start conversing, right? Then he comes over. I'm like, oh, hey, guys, this is my friend Skins. And the cute one looks at him. It's like, oh, why, are they, why does he call you Skins? And this motherfucker looks at the girl and says, well, if you're lucky, I'll show you later. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, bruh. That's
1: not what you're supposed to say.
0: Right. So I, he, I was I was looking at him, and he said it and i I like, huh. Yo. <laughs> uh... Ladies, uh, I'm sorry, uh, that just, that took a a turn, that took a turn for the worst, so uh, I'm just going to have my friend come back on this side of me, Uh, I I told the bartender, hey, could you buy them another round on me, and then we're just, have a good night, ladies, and they're like, yeah, because that was creepy, I I know, honey, I I know, I'm sorry, and I just, I literally turned back to, to, to my group, and I was like, Johnskins. I was like, Skins, you're a fucking moron. (laughs) (laughs) What what did I do? And I said that you didn't do anything but we rehearsed. All you had to do was say, if you're lucky, you'll find out. No, you said, if you're lucky, I'll show you. (laughs) Like, bro, what are you talking, you have a a fucking magic trick or something? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, you have a, what's the, you know what I'm saying? So then he, he gets a circumcision, right? And, I can't believe we're still on this. You got me going, dude. I'm just going to run with it. Then, so your
2: but your argument is that we didn't peer pressure him into that, but I but he, we he all called he, him John Skill from had, there on out. He
0: already had the the, the appointment that he He already had the appointment set up before he even told me. Mm. He got it done right after we got back, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Because then Jose and me were riding in his car, and Jose was like, What would possess a man after 30 years to get that cut off? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't know, John. Maybe he was depressed. Hey Full <laughs> Circle, I told you we were gonna All come the back way back. You like
1: <laughs> All the way back <laughs> Jesus <Christ. clears
2: throat> Whatever. Woo! The man that dismembered his member.
0: Johnskins, the only one and only. I'm sure the one and only in the world. Uh, Brandon, Matthew Johnson? There's a lot of them. Can you edit that part out? No. <laughs> oh, no. No. Not no, no more. No, we just went from fucking no, <laughs> no
1: names to, <laughs> to full <laughs> Last step. name. You want to give name out name. a social too? Yeah. <laughs> I think I still have it on my phone. No, right? no. Don't do that. Oh. Don't, no. Where's <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. So wow. we also... Uh, that was literally a 20-minute conversation on one man. It was about five minutes. You're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Who's counting? Uh, part of this episode, we had also uh, talked about... Uh, PTSD and I know that is something you deal with as well do you want to talk about that a little bit
3: uh, yeah I, I deal with a lot of being deployed uh, you deal with a different environment so uh, you deal with a different group of people and a different mindset uh, the best way I describe it, especially like to my mom and my dad is I only had to worry about staying alive and what time of child was mm-hmm. that was it and that's why I tell them all the time, if I could go back, I don't want to go directly. I wouldn't want to stay in Garrison at all. I hate Garrison. Uh, well, uh, Garrison is when you're not deployed. Garrison yeah, is sure. you're, garrison you're,
0: you're is here. You're here, exactly. you're, at your home, you're at your home station, and you're just doing your 9-to-5. Yeah, Just go so nowhere. And that's why I'm trying to
3: describe it to, because I've got the whole, you know, oh, you don't do anything, you just waste taxpayers' money, which is true. <laughs> you're been, saying yeah. when you're on garrison yeah both, both times okay. uh, in garrison and deployed but uh in garrison we do train there is training that happens but most of the time you're just sitting in a motor pool mm-hmm. checking your vehicles sweeping in the rain <laughs> sounds about right but then when you get out you don't have that you don't have that same group of people with the same mentality that you have yeah. that's what's been my biggest problem because I had a problem with authority even when I was in mm-hmm. service. And then when I got out, I carried that with me, mm-hmm. and I carried that same asshole attitude mm-hmm. along with me, and a lot of people don't know how to deal with that. So, uh, that ties into the whole, uh, my attitude plays into my depression, because I have, I wouldn't say necessarily targets, mm-hmm. that I'll pick somebody to mess with, mm-hmm. like I'll poke at, because it's almost like I choose to be people's karma, like I am to them what they are to everyone else, mm-hmm. and they can't stand that. I love it. Once mm-hmm. I see somebody get pissed off, it fuels it, and it just makes me excited, and I do it more. But then when I accidentally upset somebody that I wasn't trying to, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm really an asshole, and i really kind of come but back see, into myself. And I, As military
0: guys, we don't give a shit, though. That's that, that, <laughs> you're right. That's, you're of right. Me,
3: Part of me doesn't care that I piss those people off. All of me doesn't care. (laughs) And then part of me is like, well, you know, this guy doesn't mess with anyone. You know, he doesn't bother anybody. And I now he's mad at me for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Part in the back of my head I'm going, Well fuck that guy, you know? Yeah. But then on the other side like I have to work with this person. Mm -hmm. So now they look at me a certain way. Like I have a name, the company I work with (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) for being the way that I am. Uh that makes me who I am, but at the same time, when I go home, there'll be days when I'm just being controversial on social media, making jokes, mm-hmm. but there'll be days when I go home and I'm, I sit and I think about, you know, am I really a bad person? My anxiety plays into it. My irritability plays into it. My lack of sleep, the nightmares, everything plays into my depression, and that's how I deal with it, being, being yeah, the that. asshole that I am. <laughs> that's how I... That's my... Avenue of dealing with my depression. Hmm. Like, I know out there, there'll be mornings when I wake up, and I won't want to get out of bed. I'll be late to work. Uh, there was an incident when I told somebody that I work with, I wasn't being serious. You guys would have understood. I was like, man, I'm just trying not to not think about putting a bullet in my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And. They reported to, you to. Know? Yeah. To anyone like, else. Like, it would have been like, you know, just, you yeah, know, should I go back to work?
0: Yeah, yeah. like, you're, you are yeah. When you're in, you're like, "What the fuck's a guy gotta do to get killed around here?" Yeah, and i was just kind of like, yeah. "Yeah," but then you said that you said these to people were like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I,
2: uh, and last I, time, last time I got locked up, we were in Holden, and the dude, one of the dudes, had gotten a DUI, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I don't know, I'm probably just gonna fuck go home, hang myself or some shit." And I was like, "Bro, you just need to shut the fuck up before you end up in a worse place than this." Like, and he's like, "Oh, I don't, I don't really believe in fucking." Anywhere after this, and I was like, "Bro, I'm talking about a fucking straight jacket." Yeah. like,
0: yeah. see, like if that was one of us, I'd be like, "Well, can I have your stereo?" <laughs> yeah. like, who's gonna watch your dog? Yeah, watch yeah. your TV. You yeah. Definitely not you, because I don't want that motherfucker to get
1: eaten. He's, the Charlie doesn't have a lot of meat on. Then
3: him. I eat her dog. Yeah, then I really eat. Who eat get dog? So when,
1: dog. when um when short because Did you 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 went straight out of high school?
3: Yeah, I spent the first two years in Germany, mm-hmm. and then left Germany went to Afghanistan and did route clearance. So. That job in itself is wild.
2: Which route clearance is like mind sweeping, right? Like Basically, I was making up. sure the the there's no IEDs on the road. Yeah,
3: I get up. Every, I got up every morning for a year and went to look for bombs on road. Uh, which so, I, what I was I, your horse? I was a, a heavy equipment operator until November, yeah. but I was deployed with combat engineers. Yeah, so uh, I pretty much just got. Well, that's that's usually who gets the. <laughs> I pushed into it. I drove a Buffalo for a year. Yeah, I got an RCOM for digging up 23 IEDs and four anti-tank miles. Nice. nice. But the mentality I got when I first got there was, you know, the pucker factor was real, but after seven or eight months of being over there, I was out of my hatch in my truck, digging up 120 pound bombs mm-hmm. and like shaking jugs of, you know, explosive Tanner to range. people. <laughs> like, I would dig it up out of the ground and I'd take it and shake it and see if it'd go off. Yeah, because you know, when you just get complacent. Yeah, you like, just... But then you come back over here and It's like Siegfried and Roy, bro. And
2: you, you still have that <laughs> mentality up of... that stuff by that motherfucker. Yeah, man, that's how you really wanted to buy him.
3: You still have that mentality of... Like, I, I made it through all that. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Well, it's like, shit, I just spent fucking...
2: How many years saving people's lives? Like, literally, you said you dug up, what, 20-some? Yeah, 20 And each one of those could have blown up fucking, what, 40 people? Yeah. So how many fucking... You spent your days for years literally fucking saving people's lives to fucking, you know what I mean, like, twist up, you know. You come back and you fucking start... And now, to, now
1: you're around a three-quarter conduit getting yelled at. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you fucking... Ahead
2: you're twisting wires to fucking run electricity in a hospital That's which is important
3: but it's not nowhere near the same level of like social yeah you know, like doing electrical branding. work it's, it's doing industrial electrical work there's hazards mm-hmm. that are there yeah and I say, I'll i sit down sometimes like man I went from one fucked up job to another fucking job yeah <laughs> but uh the people that I work with you know there's two or three here or there that not necessarily know what I went through; they just know the environment that I went through, mm-hmm. and know that I have. Sometimes I have bad days, mm-hmm. but the way I deal with it is, I just, I tell myself, like you said earlier, you know, nobody else is going to make it better but me. Yeah. So just let me have my bad day. Mm-hmm. Let me get through it, and I'll be good. Yeah. Uh, I try to tell people that, like, whenever I <coughs> first experience
0: or interact with people that have like legit PTSD. I tell them it's not that we we don't ever put it down we get stronger carrying it and we don't we don't ever um, we don't ever exercise our demons we don't get rid of them we make friends with them yeah. because they, we don't we, we know it's always gonna be there yeah you know? you're gonna have those moments where you put your back against the wall and your fist ball up and you start to sweat for no fucking reason you know like whenever I'm at the door and I get surrounded I have to remove myself from that whenever people huddle around me I'm like y'all got to move because I can't have as many people around me, and like what makes it better is because I know Jose's there and he, I know he's watching out for me too, and then we have all of our other guys that kind of look out for us too, but like I, you know, there have been times like on the St. Pats or on on the New Year's where the line goes around the corner and it's not going to stop, and I, I'm like, look, you, you need to, you need, I, I, need to not do this for for ten minutes because, yeah, reason yeah, someone's going to get leveled, you know.
3: I like a, that too. Like, yeah. Big crowds and
0: yeah, there's. If the crowd is moving, I'm okay. But if, if like I'm stopped and I, I'm like and I'm surrounded, yeah, that's when my anxiety starts to really pick up, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta move. Like I gotta not be stationary in this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then you start, you start face watching, and then you start getting hyper and you start scanning. Those are all our, our little triggers and our little um, our habits come out. But you know what I mean? I honestly don't think that like scanning and like um, like scanning, I don't think that's such a bad thing because it kept you alive. It did. You know, it keep you alive here too. Because that gives you a heightened, um, your heightened sense, a sense of a situational awareness, where you're, you're not, you're looking for the bad guy. I'm looking for the bad guy, you know, and I'm, pe- I'm gonna put my people behind me because I'm the one looking, you know, so. But I mean, like, like, a lot of people don't understand that that's what I do. Cause like, I'll walk with people that don't. I'll be walking next to someone that doesn't know what I'm doing, and I'm, I'm constantly like looking down the street and looking at rooftops. And then, like, I had a friend of mine ask me the other day, like, Why, what are you looking at? I'm like, oh, I was looking at rooftops and looking through windows, and I was looking at cars, and I was looking at people.
3: so the same thing with piles of trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's pieces of water. Yeah, pile, yeah. I mean, oh, that's, I mean, that's, a, yeah, that's <laughs> not, like, that's
0: a trigger, like,
2: like piles of trash. <laughs> you ever, like, fucking skid to a stop, like, pulled, like, you're just driving down the road, and you see a pile of trash, and... When and I like,
3: first came home, I went back to Germany when I come back from deployment for about two months and then I came home and I took about a month to leave and I went to Fort Stewart. There was a car broke down on the side of the road and I got, it was on my side of the road, I got all the way on the other side of the road in the ditch to go around that car. Yeah. I've, I've never done anything that extreme but I've, I've swerved. Just, you know. All I could think of was that thing going off and there's mm-hmm. been like a tire blowout mm-hmm. next to me because a tire blowing out outside of a Outside of your vehicle, sounds exactly like that when yeah. you're in a truck. Yeah, yeah. It's almost identical, and it just it'll drive you wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your heart will definitely skip a beat. Oh yeah, and or like and like or like something like that will
0: happen. And you're with someone, and you'll grab them, yeah. and then they're 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 like, "What are you doing?" Like, "Okay, yeah, you're safe. Like you're not bleeding. Love you. Sorry." You know, and they're just like, "Why did you grab me?" Like,
3: and the fireworks thing, man. That fireworks. Thing uh, you, you know, I've i
0: you uh, fireworks. Don't don't really do it for me anymore. Because I know that they're always on the first Saturday of every month, like they're gonna be fireworks tonight. So if I know it's coming, like I'm okay with it, because I know I can tell. I tell myself, I'll re- repeat in my brain, like it's just that, fireworks. It's just fireworks. 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 And plus two, fireworks e- uh, echo differently than gunshots because they're it's above you, so it's louder. Yeah. Their their repercussions are harder. their their echoes are louder because it's above you. Gunshots on the street don't echo as much because they're they're at ground level, so they're bouncing mm-hmm. off buildings more. They're more muffled. So so if you don't know like if, if, if it sounds kind of like a loud bang it's probably a firework but if it's more like a metallic clang then it's a gunshot yeah. but that's good I, uh, have you ever like
3: sought uh, counseling for your PTSD? I went whenever I first got to Fort Stewart and I when I, while I was deployed on uh, June 19th of 2012 I watched one of my best friends get off four limbs on off. Yeah. so I heard that replays in my head at least once a week at night. Well, as it should, as it's has I tell people, like, it's not a nightmare, it's not a dream, it's just like a little recording and hit play. Yeah. I still feel the dirt hit my face everything. Uh, when I first got back, I walked out of my front door to my house, to my dad's house, and I seen him laying next to my mailbox. Yeah. And it kind of just, it shook me a little bit, I closed my eyes, shook my head, and then he was gone. So I said, okay. And I realized, people had told me that this was, it was going to happen at some point. Something like this was going to happen, so I, uh. Was that, so that was your first experience with it? Yeah, that was, that wasn't. With, like, with the PTSD? I had had the nightmares <laughs> and the cold sweats and the irritability was getting worse and, the forget, the forgetfulness was getting worse and stuff like that. Yeah, forget-
0: forgetfulness is something that I I struggle. Actually, I'll
3: go to Walmart. Forget where I park. Yeah, and, I'll I'll I'll
0: do something mundane, and you're just like, wait, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah. You know, like, you're you know, too busy being hyper
2: vigilant. You forget what you're fucking right. actually there for. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> like I
0: was trying to change the brakes on on, on on a car once, and I was or on one of my the uh-huh. trucks up in the unit, and I, I popped off the tire, and I was like, well, I know. What the The fuck? I I, no, I I didn't even realize. You forgot what, I was what your task like, was. Why did I just take off the tire? Yeah, and then like one of my guys walked up to me because I'm a reservist one of my guys walked up to me and was like hey son, aren't you okay I was like hmm. what were we doing and he's
3: like you're gonna do the brakes on that oh no I mean you're gonna do the brakes on that <laughs> nice <laughs> get on now but uh yeah that that moment was the first real heavy uh, episode of PTSD that I had mm-hmm. and uh I started at Fort Stewart and I had really I had really shitty leadership while I was deployed so that's, that sucks I had I had already re-enlisted, but I had made up my mind by the time I got back, I was going to finish this term. <coughs> I was done. I was done. Now have um, you
0: have you like uh, have you actually sat down and identified your triggers for PTSD? Do you know what they are? Like are you are because you, like I'm certain of mine. I know what mine are.
3: Most of my triggers. Right. I sat down. The second time I had hallucinations, I had already been at Fort Stewart okay. for a couple of months. Well, the first thing I told my squad when I met him was, I got a year and a half left. I'm, I'll give you what I have to give you, and that's it. If I'm fucking off, I'll tell you I'm fucking off. Yeah, because like, at time, be, you have nothing left to hide. I'm going to be 100% straight up with you. Like, if you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. And there'll be times when I'd be in my room at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, hey, man, what are you doing? I'm fucking off. And he'd get upset. But he, at the end of the day, boy, you're just being honest with me. And I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if you know at, at Fort Stewart. Uh, when you come in from the back gate of 119, there's a the little company areas right there. There's a pond. <laughs> I was walking next to the pond, and I seen him laying across the pond again. Yeah. And at that moment, I realized, okay, I gotta get some help. Because this is it's gonna start getting worse. That's what I was getting at, yeah. And uh, I told him, and he took me to uh, took me to the doctor, and I got set up with group therapy first, which. It may work for some people, but it was awful for my first experience. Cause I was in there with three guys who had PTSD from basic training. Now, PTSD can come from anywhere. Yeah,
2: I I honestly think that I have PTSD from it from something when I was like a kid.
3: When I was in basic training, my dad yelled and whipped me for years, and I told them. They asked me why it didn't bother me. You can't whip me. <laughs> yeah, 'cause you're not putting hats on me, yeah. Yeah. You're not whooping me. And seeing them people in there like I like shaking from somebody yelling at them in my eyes. Yeah, imagine when when a fucking fifty pound bomb goes off yeah. and, you're, and your and your feelings pop out. Yeah, in my eyes. Yeah. In but my see, eyes that's not worthy, but I I look at it sometimes and think, you know, I wasn't in their shoes, so I don't know what the hell right. they dealt with it. So uh, see
0: that, that's the thing about that's why it's called PTSD now. Before back in the day it was shell shock, and then it became battle fatigue. But then, like psychologists realized that that's not fair. That you, it, it's a blanket thing because our triggers are. I guess something from combat, right? But you know, PTSD also comes from like rape, domestic uh, abuse, domestic abuse, uh, uh, violent crime, mm-hmm. things like that. So their triggers are different, but our symptoms are the same: the forgetfulness, the hyper vigilance, the the, the closed offness, the the um the the fire or flight mechanism. Either they they're they're gonna like. Either we're gonna ball up our fists and say, fuck it, like stand your ground, or other people are just gonna crumble. Yeah. You know, and I've seen that where P- or someone with PTSD Um rather than rather than your fists and 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 screaming, you know, not going quietly, I've seen people crumble where they just they don't know what to do. Like they're literally just trembling uncontrollably and they, they just they just curl up and you're like, Alright, there he goes, you know? So I mean it's like that's why I was asking you I wasn't trying to get you to talk about it, but I'm glad that you were, you were able to, to, to positively identify your triggers because, yeah. you know, once you know that that's what, like, my, like for me it's burning trash. Uh, burning trash is a big thing. like That puts me back someplace where I need to be vigilant, so I'll actually, like my, everything will perk up. like my, my, I'll start to scan, I'll start to pay attention to what I'm, what I'm hearing, I'll start to, to smell more, try to figure out where it's coming from because burning trash was common in those shitholes. That's what Trump said. <laughs> like, shit but uh no so like burning trash exploding tires you know things like that i'm on the same page as you man i I got you dog like there's but realizing your triggers is 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 necessary because then once you start to like i said with fireworks i i know i can i can tell myself to not do that i'll 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 actually in my head start saying you're 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 at smiles you know you're downtown savannah you're having a good time you know like singers you know john's just a phone call away stacy will come scoop me up if i have to you know like you know what I'm saying, and then the, uh, another aspect behind what we're talking about too is having a, a, a good solid support group for you, or for for everyone. You know, like there's the Veterans Center on Airport, they have the, the VA hospital right there on Rio Road. You know, they have um, Army One Source, they have you know PTSD hotlines. There's uh, yeah. Facebook groups.
1: And then uh, yeah, when me and you first started talking about all this, I got several friends that are involved with he- Healing for Heroes. They yeah. deal stuff with Service Brewery. I shot you that number from my buddy that deals with all that stuff yeah. and. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of different people that are involved. I'm not a huge fan of Nine Line with all the political stuff they get involved with, but oh, you can oh. go talk to them, too. They, they'll push oh, yeah, yeah, you to the yeah, right they'll,
0: place, they'll, too. yeah, they'll, they'll
1: definitely, they'll... Uh, yeah, I'm not right, involved not, with the but, political stuff, but, but Nine Nine they will, will help
0: with, you yeah, put, point you in, in, in the Nine right direction. Saying, I'm about to commit suicide. They're going to feel grab you. Like, their, their employees will grab you, sit
3: down, let's get you a cup of coffee, like, we're going to... Yeah. Yeah. I like the T-shirts. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and one. After I realized the group therapy wasn't my uh, best approach, because I'm very blunt. Yeah. You can ask him. Yeah. I'm very, uh, I'm very upfront. Like if I'm at work. And oh, I you're say, you're in great company though. Yeah. <laughs> we're all <laughs> the same way. You, you've you've heard our interactions. With if each other. I'm at work, I I, I struggle, which I still struggle with going back to the bottom and being on the bottom level again, because I, if there's somebody above me that I don't think they know what they're doing, I'm gonna Tell them that? Oh, fact, yeah. If they do shitty work and be like, man, that looks like shit, you know, I'm, I'm going to be outspoken, like, that's just who I am. Right. You know, I know there are some times when I should work on that, but.
0: You're going to tell the hard truth. Yeah, we, we got, but we don't. coddle. But in our old world, in our old lives, we don't deal with incompetency very much. Like, we don't, we don't like incompetent people. We've, we've had a very incompetent platoon sergeant before that I ended up having to, to pick up the slack because he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. You know, and like, it made it made my life even worse because now he's supposed to be teaching me what I needed to do, you know what I'm saying, because he's the senior enlisted and I'm the junior, but then I'm over here making sure that these assholes are doing the right thing while he's just in the fucking office eating cereal, you know what I'm saying, and like that, that what you just said, like, I hope the whole, if, if somebody above me doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, that, oh, I'm the same way. And I think part of the problem
1: with, like, a lot of people that are out of the military, like, that that know they have PTSD and stuff, and... For one, the, the VA processes are, fucking, most of the time, very shitty. But once you get that designation, like, you, you lose a lot of your
0: fucking rights. But you can also... Well, so, through the VA, if you get, like, 100% disabled through, for, for PTSD, you have 100% disabled able to work and 100% disabled not able to work. And if you get that 100% disabled not able to work, that means you can no longer conceal carry. Because now you can't, like, they can't trust you to have a firearm on your, on your hip. Which, to me, is, is trash, because... That individual that that has that hair trigger will know when to use that firearm and when not to use that firearm, versus some dipshit that just took a fucking forty-hour class over at over at a, a local gun range, and now he thinks he's fucking you know Johnny fucking Bravo over here like, you know kicking in doors and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know like, you're laughing, but you you the reason you're laughing is because you understand what I'm talking about. I would, whenever I was in Hawaii, when I was stationed in Hawaii, I would go play airsoft, you know, and like those guns are very realistic. Well, you've seen some of my my my. my my guns, right? They're very realistic. And a lot of my friends, were, I can't do that because it looks too real. I'm like, look, dude, it's rubber bullets, like they're little plastic BBs. But anyways, I would go out to those ranges and see these guys like full kitted out, like full kit, like you know, harness, magazine pouches, you know, grenade, like grenade pouches, <laughs> grenade pouches. What the hell you need a? When? When the fuck are you gonna throw a grenade? <laughs> you know? And so, um, but yeah, I was. They're like. And I would come up with very basic stuff, you know, just like a simple, you know, uh, like thigh thighs or like a, like a hip, or just a pistol belt. That was good enough for me. But I watched those guys, and I'm like, man, that's the kind of person I don't want to be next to during the zombie apocalypse, because, actually I do, that way I can trip them and run, I don't have to be the fastest, I just have to be faster than the if other she person. It's
3: usually the ones or the life situations where we're going to panic first.
0: Yeah, because they, they, or they're going they're to they're over, gonna, they're gonna over they're, well, they're, they're going to, they're overconfident and then they're going to overcompensate. Like they're gonna think that oh, I gotta shoot everything now. Like, nah, bro, you
3: you, you popped him once. He's on the ground. Stop. You mm-hmm. know. That's why I love those, the people that have never been deployed and they say they want to. Oh uh, yeah. Like, you yeah. don't know. I've seen the biggest, baddest motherfucker you think you've ever seen cry behind a dirt wall while he's getting shot at. Absolutely ball his eyes out, terrified.
0: I'm not gonna lie. The first time I ever had an IED go off near me, I, I shoot my pants. Yeah. It's, and, it's the, the thing, and the thing was is like my TC was like, I don't smell like shit in here, I was like, I, I shit myself, he was like, oh, okay. And he didn't, no one made fun of me, you know, we, we got to our little checkpoint, and then they were like, I, I got out and started like taking off my trousers, you know, everyone's like, you okay? He's like, yeah, When the ID went off, I shit myself, and I was like, oh, okay. Like no one, no one really, they kind of chuckled, be like, oh, is it a good one? What'd you have? You know, like that, but that no one's really going to be like, oh, do you, do you need a diaper? Like, nah, bro, like, for real, I, I shit my pants. Like, it scared the fuck out of me.
3: So our first, our first one, it was, we had three people get sent back home. Yeah. You know, for injuries, on our very first yeah. truck that got hit. Yeah. And it was an eye-opener, like, okay. Because we trained for two years in Germany to do route tennis for that sole purpose. And then you get over there, and... Your lead truck is hitting it blows an engine block fifty yards. Oh yeah, and those yeah and the, that the, those uh,
0: uh the V six and the V eight Cummins and and, and uh, uh, Cummins engines and the Briggs and Tron engines those are like nine hundred pounds yeah. and they're going they're 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 flying yeah, yeah they're, that's a Mahomes fucking Hail Mary pass like for real for real that's yeah that's and right. that the, that's where that was the the biggest uh, mistake that the US in my opinion and I'm voicing my opinion because I'm allowed to but. That was the biggest mistake that behind the U.S. military and these deployments was that they you trained for two years to go out there, but then how much on the adverse, how much training did you receive to come home? They taught you how to go, how to go do crazy shit. But they didn't unset. You. But they don't, they don't teach you how to come home. Now we have like all these fucking reverse S.R.P. You know, like don't try to drink all in one day because you're home now. You can space it out. You know, uh, you know how to deal with your kids better. You know now there's more resources, but those weren't in place during like the invasion those weren't in place in 2001 when we first went I, I first went in Afghanistan that wasn't there we came home and they were like all right now luckily for now, I went back Mario. to right so like we we got we the, the plane touched down the plane touched down the fucking C17 uh, over at Hickam the C17's uh, back door opened up we 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 walked off of it got into a bus they took us up to Wheeler up to Hunter, or Schofield we checked in our rifles we scanned our d cards. we were home then they marched us into the hangar and everyone's all crying and, and stuff like that then you go home and you're like what do i do <sighs> yeah
3: what do i do now
0: right and like you know what i'm saying like I, I know what i did i took a shower and i went the fuck to sleep
1: yeah i remember when uh when when howie and all them boys first came back off that last one when ray and everybody we went and picked them all up and like for probably three or four hours because Howie's dad and everybody came back they came back. There was hugs and smiles. We took them back to the house, and probably for like three or four hours, they were dead silent. Yeah, they had to like yeah because yeah,
0: what it is is it's like the surreal. It's I like, uh, like when I came back from my my first one in two thousand and one, it was it was just a Bosnia tour, but that was seven months, and it's like you go from that that state of hyper vigilance to 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 nothing. It's and like the best way I can explain it is. It's a very dual existence, you know, like you, you, if you ever, if you're ever in an airport somewhere and you see, you know, um, like a soldier hugging, hugging their wife or hugging their child, that's a beautiful thing, because in that instance, he's a human, he, he has empathy, he has love, he has people that care about him, but then you know for a fact that if he's redeploying, he or she is redeploying, within, within seven days, they're going to be, you know, performing acts of incredible violence. You
3: know? That's why I try to tell people like when you're when you're over there, you hear people talk about how they how people act over there towards us, like Taliban, how they look at you. Like it was nothing to see people over there, know that they hate you and be like, I like I could shoot him right now and never feel any remorse whatsoever. Yeah. It was to the point when I got blown up, there were kids ten minutes before I got blown up. Yeah, I gave Pop-Tarts, Gatorades, crackers. These kids knew where that ID was because they stopped before I got to it.
0: That's why they wouldn't go further.
3: And that's what that point is. What showed when I started showing no remorse, kids, yeah. women, children—they all know. Yeah. And
0: yes. But you have—I mean, I get what you're saying. But once again, playing devil's advocate—if they tell you where it's at, then that means. They're incriminated. Right. They're, mm-hmm. they're snitching. It's like if you go to jail and you snitch, like, you're fucked. It's the same thing for them. If they yeah. tell us where it's at, now, once we leave, they're good when we're there, but once we leave, now they're on their own again.
3: Yeah.
0: That's why they... I mean, in my, I mean, I'm, I get what you're saying. I completely 110% agree. Like, you're, we're on the same page, pal. You know, I remember I remember uh, in Baghdad and things like that in Mosul, uh, whenever they put, like, the curfew orders out, they said anything past 8 o'clock if it's not dressed like us, we drop it. So, like... You would see people like sprinting home. Seven, you know, 1959, and they're they're sprinting home because hundred's right there. Because once once that 2000 hits, it, it light them up. Because they're not us. Now, I mean, like to me, I know myself. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It would be very difficult for me to shoot a a, a child.
3: Have better judgment.
0: Yeah, I, I I know what's going on. He lost track of time. He was playing with his friends, and he forgot. What time it was. was like oh shit now i need to run home you know and i remember hearing like the the interpreters up with the bullhorns like go home they will shoot you you know and a lot of times it became just uh you know warning shots like you know aim high left or high right just so that they duck and then they know to go inside you know so yeah those those were those were good times man. Was, no yeah man like it was that was a different kind of different was, world yeah dude like that was, shit was different man
3: thinking about some of the stuff we did over there like we used to use children for our advantage if you yeah. take a handful of candy and you throw it at a culvert if the kids go get it it's clear Yeah. if they wouldn't go get it there's a bomb in the culvert yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Every time. and you can always tell you can
0: always tell who after after going on so many convoys you can always tell who was Christian and who was Muslim yeah. because the Christians would always look both sides of the road and they would wait the mu- Muslims would just walk out because it's inshallah if it's God's will that you get run over you're going to get run over it was crazy you know and like the the uh, the INA and the ANA guys, the Afghan National Army and oh, the and the, the, and the Iraqi a National Police, I N P S, those motherfuckers, man. If you had a good crew that actually cared about, you know, what they were doing in their co- in their own country, you wanted them. But if they were if they were just fucking, if yeah, they weren't yeah, okay. you know, if they were just trying to keep, just trying to get a check,
3: they'll leave you. Like, shit happens. They're bye. That was great about being in the position that we were in, because if we had people like that, yeah. yeah, sure, go ahead, yeah, you can go in front of us, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no problem, oh yeah, oh yeah, you could be the you could be the fucking
0: canary in a cage, yeah, we used to
3: tell like we tell jingle them, like, truck
0: what? get fucking lost. I ain't gonna lie, man. Them those jingle truck drivers though, them motherfuckers can drive, <laughs> like well, they the bus drivers, yeah, oh it's yeah, man, five hundred buses, oh yeah, man, and you'd be on some like mountain pass. You know, you're, and you're and you in your 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 fucking convoy is like nine or like like fifteen twenty deep, and they're just weaving between you like they're like they're not even trying like a fish in the sea, just fucking bobbing and weaving. You're just like this motherfucker, and the thing is, is like you're we're already in the I win you lose vehicles. I'm gonna win because I'm I'm solid steel and I'm my engine's bigger. And you're under
2: orders not to stop. Right. You're in a, you're in you're in an you're
0: in a tin can. You're in a tin can. I'll plow through you, and,
3: and my truck will just be like, and you're like, "Is there any more for me?" Yeah, I there? drove. I saw. I drove a buffalo. I don't, mm-hmm. You know what a buffalo is? Yeah. The yeah. truck. It's a six-wheel, thirty-ton truck. It's kind of like a made of steel. Yeah. It's a fortress. Mm-hmm. Did you have the Did you have the, the arm in front too? The the little um, rake.
0: Yeah, that mm-hmm. rake thing in front of you. Mm-hmm. The one you can you can drop and a little mm-hmm.
3: I just had the the hydraulic one that sits on top. Oh. Well, the, okay yeah this is a it's a buffalo arm, but I never had anything in you front never of had a
0: little the little spear like that that you can you can deploy in a little mm-hmm. oh, okay. I, I mean I there's would've. just different models yeah. I wish I would have, yeah, that'd yeah. be because awesome. they had the ones that they had the ones that would uh, block um cell
3: phone mm-hmm. uh yeah, they would block cell phone reception. Yeah. I don't uh, yeah. There was plenty of times we didn't they would tell us. Like where I was I was in RC East in Ghazni province. Yeah, that's Iraq, right, yeah. Yeah, Afghanistan. Wait, RC East? Yeah, RC East okay. in Afghanistan, in the Ghazni province. And there were big times when they would tell us, "All right, when we turn around, you do not stop." Wait, and you were in Ghazni? Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the Polish uh, helicopter we were, right we were there? The Polish. The Hines. Yeah, the Hinds. They were our uh,
0: maneuver support. Right. Did you Did you see how they took off? Yeah. From that flight line, that was the wildest thing. Like they, there was a cliff on the end, and a Hind is a big up armored fucking helicopter. And you're, you're already at altitude, so you don't have torque to just pick straight up unless you're in a fucking Chinook. They would roll down the flight line on, one, on, the, on the nose wheel. They would roll on the flight line on the nose wheel, and then when they got to the fucking end, they would fall. And then they would, like, a, like you know, you've seen the Albatross, how they like mm-hmm. they do that little thing like that. That's what it fucking looked like. And then whenever they would set the runway lights, they would take their little fucking Hilux and face it downhill and the guy would just walk behind and grab a light and set it down, grab a light and set it down, as, as it was just rolling down the hill in neutral. And then how they picked it up, they, that's how they would pick it up. The next morning they would fucking put the highlights on the end of the fly line, pop it in a neutral,
3: start to roll down the hill. And you just throw the lights in the back of it. Polar cows are awesome. They yeah. gave absolutely no folks. And their defect their was really good. Yeah, they tried to... I don't know if you remember this, they tried to do budget cuts while I was deployed and they were going to get rid what of the you you What year were you in Ghazni? I was in there from February 2012 to February 2013. Uh, I was in,
0: I didn't make it to Ghazni by then, I was in a,
3: because I was in Salerno in uh,
0: 2000.
3: Were you there for the Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We almost uh, had to go.
3: Bob Chapman? Out there, I guess. Or the one that got hit by the V-Bid? Yeah. The, 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 Everything like that, that. They hit us
0: too on Salerno. Yeah. Yeah, but, but Chapman was the one on on Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was like I could if I stood up on on my blast guard on the flight line or on on top of my Kiowa, I could see Bob Chapman. Like I, I I remember seeing the gym and I remember seeing the the, the dining facility, and then I remember when it blew up because it, it it shook the fuck out of us. Like yeah. even where we were, you know. Yeah. Wow, that was awesome. that's where Lou Lou and. and Never mind.
2: Why are you so concerned about that? No, that's where, that's where, I, they're not going to listen to this. Yeah, where, that's, man, that's, when
0: that's when that's when Lou and Crawley uh, used to do a, a topless uh, aircraft maintenance. They they would they would walk out there and they, they grew their beards and they would literally be fixing a helicopter with no shirt on because it was, they had, they had, the, only, the the, the, people in charge of the fob would, were the Polish.
3: So, they didn't give a fuck what we did. That's our Polish. That's where they, they try to take breakfast. Yeah. The Polish guys were like, no, we, we're a Polish fob. We eat breakfast. Need breakfast.
0: <laughs> I remember that shit. Well, they they said we're gonna what they did for us was they were gonna take away lunch and just issue
3: an MRE after breakfast chow. Fuck that. I need to eat. Yeah, I hated that that's shit. how I determined what day it was was barbecue chow. They yeah. had certain sandwiches every day. Yeah. Like, what sandwich is it? Okay, it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, because you know you had like
0: you had like meatloaf Monday. You had like meatloaf Monday. Thursday, Friday, Fridays. Fridays. Yeah, fried chicken Thursdays. And. Yeah, you knew what day of the week it was by what was being served that day. Or if you can get cheesecake. Because that was on Sunday, yeah. (laughs) Right? And you're laughing, but that's true. You know, like, you can learn, you you get cheesecake on Sunday. Yeah, it was good cheesecake. It was like the big wedges, like the big, like dense, fucking New York style cheesecake. Kind of like Singer's little flab right there. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, man. Wow, so, yeah. You were,
3: because I left, I was in Kandahar in 2012. We got the Ischner Award. Huh? Our company got the Ischner Award. Did they? Mm-hmm. The best engineer company in all of That's cool. Still got a coin. It's so funny that all the coins that I have are... Uh, the coin that, that we got for our company is a bottle opener. Yeah. And the coin that we got for the Ischner Award is a coaster. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good, yeah. I have a, a coin that's a bottle opener, too. What's
0: up? You guys are... Trying to figure out time. Are we running out? Oh, I mean, we got time. No, keeping secrets is to right. keep friends, dickheads. So we're going to go to a break. That's all we were fucking talking about. Is that what it was? Yeah, we'll be back
2: in a minute. Good, because I need to ship. Yeah. Alright, so we're back. Um, running a little long today, so. I mean, but our last request was that uh, they didn't think that the college versus trade episode was long enough, so. Hopefully you'll get a little extra information. Um, I think now that we're coming back, we're gonna talk about you know how we deal with uh, the these kind of issues. And um,
1: yeah, I know when uh, when you first pulled up, I was talking shit to you uh, about if you already went to the gym today and you were talking about eating. You've already eaten three or four times today because you now go to the gym and eat three or four times a day. That's how you deal with your depression and PTSD is you just work out that stress and anger.
2: I know for me, like just having dealt with it for so long, because I've had like depression issues since I was like 14 or 15, um, and just going through therapy, I just think of it as like my brain is picking on me, like my brain is a bully, and I know that I have that issue, so I can say like you know you need to go do something like this is, what what your brain is telling you isn't accurate you know what i mean i know that i'm getting my information from a flawed source you know what i mean so i can assess that you know what i mean because i've been diagnosed and talked to people and stuff so i can just say all right well i know that my brain is working against me today, so let me do something to occupy my brain. Or let me do something, let me go out and take my dog for a walk, you know? Because even, like, those things that you are saying about the physio- physiological effects is, like, building up your endorphins naturally. You know what I mean?
0: Working out, like Going he's doing. You know, go for, for a, a walk outside. Yeah. Let the sunlight hit your face, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went through, a uh, the very first time I ever had any kind of, uh... Like depression was i was in bosnia and like my platoon sergeant was watching me one day and i was just going through the motions i wasn't really saying anything i was just really quiet and like he's like are you okay i said uh, i don't know and he went we went to the mental health place over uh on base and the doc the doc the doctor sat down and just just talked to me for like 20 minutes and then he told my platoon sergeant said, like, hey put him on days. he'll be fine i was going through that that um I didn't see the sunlight because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it just gets dark so quick, and that actually got me. Because once I saw the sunlight again, I was like, I was, I, went, I, I perked back up, like my, my spark came back. Yeah, you know, I went from like talking shit and like always joking around and like being bubbly to being a serious, stoic robot. Mm-hmm. And then, when, whenever Sarah Paulus put me back on days, I came back too, and everyone's like, Oh, he's back. Like, yeah, and I didn't know that that was a thing, like that whole uh. Like people in Seattle that go through that, you know, seasonal, seasonal impression. Impression. depression. yeah. I get that. Actually, I, I get that here now though. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta go through it whenever, whenever it starts to first starts getting cold and it's dark by six. Mm-hmm. I, I go through it a little bit. I'm just like, wow. Have you thought about getting one of the lamps? No, I I just uh, I just let I mean, my thing is uh, how you you're, you're talking about dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I just deal with it. Yeah. I just I know it's coming, and I know I know what to look for. And so I know it's going to hit me. So why why fight it? You know, like mm-hmm. just let it let it let it run its course. You know, own my own my emotion, own my uh, own my emotion, own my issue. You know, because mm. I take accountability. I might not I might not be responsible for the weather, but I'm accountable for who I am. Yeah, so, uh, that's one. Of, um, one of the podcast
2: hosts from um, last podcast on the left. He deals with mental health issues, and one of my favorite sayings of his is, um, "Mental health isn't your fault."
0: But it is your responsibility. Right. In fact, that, yeah, that's pretty what much what I said, but just mm-hmm. word of good. Yeah, that's, that's actually really good, yeah. I like the he said that, you know, it is your responsibility. Mm-hmm.
1: I know someone like myself, I've dealt with it for my entire life, and for my, as we've talked about several times on the show, my younger years, I mean, I've been getting in trouble since I was fucking, a young, young kid, uh-huh. and... You said eight years old. Yeah, eight years old was the first time I ever got arrested. And from 8 to 18...
0: You know, I see you as that little uh, little black cat. I want to do hoodwife stuff with my hoodwife. Yeah. I see see that.
1: I did a lot of dumbass shit. And then for the longest times, it was drugs, drugs, drugs was my getaway. And then I got away from drugs and started getting my life together. And then it was adrenaline for a long time. But a lot
2: of the times, it's... You just said it. It's a getaway. It's not dealing with it. You're ignoring it. You know, and I don't think that that ever, until you start actively dealing with it and stop pushing it away, it's just gonna keep compiling. You know what I mean?
3: You have to. That's how I look at it. You have to face it. You might not have to beat it, but you have to face it mm-hmm. every day. It every, yeah. yeah, every. Single you gotta wake up every day. You have to realize. Either today's going to be a smooth day, or I might have to fight today. Yeah, and you got to be ready for for both days.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I also, I and mean, then like, so I stopped doing drugs, and then it was adrenaline and partying and sex and everything else was just like that was my therapy and my, you know, this was getting off my energy and everything else. And then over the past what two years, we've been doing this. This has basically been a therapy session for me. We come in here, we talk, we hang out, and we. Talk about serious issues and different shit. And every single episode, we bring up different shit from our lives. And this is basically a therapy session for me.
0: Mm-hmm. I like to masturbate a lot. Jesus Christ, that <laughs> really helps. Oh right, well, yeah, that yeah fun. that beat the demons out. <laughs> yeah, 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 just gotta fucking squeeze them out. That's pull up, pull up, pull up that flush line. So what out, happens when you run dry? Pull up that flush line better yet. Pull, up the, <laughs> ah, pull <up> that, that flush line just <laughs> start turning better That's it right. Actually, I, I intentionally <laughs> decided to bring out Fleshlight on the podcast because Hitler and Fleshlights haven't been mentioned on, on your podcast in quite a while. When it was a re- reoccurring thing for several of your early episodes, yeah. it kept coming out and like, I noticed... We a talked kid- about Fleshlights that much? I think it was just your story of sharing one. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: why yeah. you, it you were a common.
1: Did you ever share a, a, a <laughs> Fleshlight with someone when you were
3: deployed? No, when I was in Germany, we had a rover rump that made its rounds, but... Never a flashlight? You ever make a fifi downrange? No. You take What's two? the difference between a rubber
2: rump and a flashlight? It's,
3: it's a whole. It's a feast. full. It's so it's just. It's more
2: extended. Yeah, than, it's yeah, we,
0: more than a flashlight. You wake up one morning to be outside your door. Like, oh, it's it's my turn. <laughs> it's my turn. It's my turn with the sex box. Yeah. I had a. Yeah. Uh, that
2: that uh, story you're telling me about the you and uh, the other guy that we're going off and telling the dude you're sucking each other off. It reminded me of that joke uh, when they're downrange and they take the new private out and they're like, yeah, this is the blowjob tree. Yeah. Just stick your dick in that hole right there and uh, you get the best blowjob of your life. So he fucking, he's like, man, you're fucking with me, but I'll try it out. So he fucking goes down there. Sure enough, that motherfucker sticks his dick in the hole and, man, he gets the best fucking suck job he ever got, right? fucking goes back the next day because he can't stay away fucking happens twice in a row third day he goes down there and fucking sticks his dick in the hole and he's like what, like what the fuck what's going on goes back and sees a sergeant and he's like yeah what the fuck Like, what happened to the tree somebody break it or something he's like oh man nobody told you it's your day to be inside the
0: tree <laughs> so I have, to, I have to ask I have to ask if you if you were traveling somewhere and you have came across a glory hole would you use it no Really? No. I would consider it. I would consider it traveling. Could you imagine? Overseas? No, I'm. I I I don't think. I I
3: don't know. Like, I don't think there's any um, glory holes here in Savannah. My fascination with that would be five years down the road, just watching one of those videos. Like, wait, that's mine. (laughs) 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 That's not mine. You know.
0: (laughs) I'm famous. you know, it's, it's one million views. There you go. It's like a, it's like a, it's like on You guys ever seen the movie Forkies? Yeah. yeah. And whenever he puts his dick to the little thing, and like the the coach was like, we can we can get one of those police sketch artists and draw it and put wanted posters all throughout the campus, like bro. But uh, I was I was watching a porn star interview, and like she was talking about how like. Um... Her brother was pissed off that she does porn, not because she does porn, but because he'd go on Pornhub and find videos where, like, God damn it, like, <laughs> and she's over there doing like fucking stepbrother porn and shit, like. <laughs> oh man, oh, I love the direction these conversations going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. but no,
1: I wouldn't. I, I travel a lot. Yeah. For my job, but yeah,
0: yeah when yeah. you said travel,
2: I'm thinking like, man, if I'm out of country, I'm not gonna try and contract some fucking overseas STT. Some people. Corona con or something yeah. Like that. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah.
0: You know, you ever heard like the stories of like black syphilis out of Korea? Yeah, so That's I, what I'm talking. About. That's where a, my mind went. I had a I had a friend of mine uh, a a few years ago, over years ago, when I was still active duty, and he 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 was telling me about it. Like, oh yeah, they give you this whole big briefing. He had me from like jump, like hook, line, and sinker. Then when he said, like, "You know how they cure it?" I was like, "How?" He's like, "You put your dick on the table and they smack it with a piece of wood." I was like, "Bro, you had me until right then. I knew you're fucking lying." He's like, "Oh yeah, man. I had to try." Like, oh, that's cool. Thank you. you had me going though.
1: They they actually there are some STDs where they do, like pop it with a rubber hammer. They basically just smack your dick with how many the times hammer. a hammer. You've been to jail? Yeah. No, I, no, say, I mean like, you, like, you learn actually. that in health class.
3: I never learned that. Yeah, I never heard Why, about what that. Kind of I think they might be to scare you, bro. I bet or you. I bet you his health class and the
0: fucking teacher were hurt. His teacher was He took health me. class in jail. That's the <laughs> They were showing They're like, this is how you put a condom on with your mouth. I learned that uh, uh, when I
1: was in. Uh, yeah, going in, in and out of jail and group home as a, as a minor, you still have to go to school. Yeah. Damn that—that's
2: bullshit. Yeah, I'm saying that's some—I'm saying that's some jail health class. Anyway. No, this was, <laughs> in, this was in high
1: school in, in Cobb County. You still had to. They told you
2: mm-hmm. somebody will hit your dick with a rubber hammer and pop the fucking shit on it.
1: Yeah, it was for uh, was it for, for gonorrhea? Because you get like a uh... bro,
2: gonorrhea is like the easiest to yeah. cure. You so well, a no, pill.
1: Was it for syphilis? That you get like a bubble on yeah. the inside? I don't know
2: what the fuck Man, you're I don't talking know. about, bro. Yeah. It was know. years ago. Luckily, I...
0: I'm drinking whiskey right now, so I don't know. I don't know it's possible of, I may be wrong. Kind of sideways shit you learn you're I've done a lot of drugs. My membrane back may be here, off. Back here in America, we just take penicillin and shit. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to smash what? my dick with a hammer, it's going to be for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to slam my dick in a sliding glass door. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, yeah. you ever see that video of the chick... Way more creative than a hammer. Yeah. You ever see the video of the chick uh in the high heels stepping on the dude's dick? I have it on my phone, and she fucking punches a hole with the stiletto through his fucking dick. He's
1: probably got sounding videos and everything on his phone.
0: We discussed that. Yeah, I have the But yeah, anyways,
2: I've never busted so hard.
1: (laughs) 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 But yeah, bringing it back. Anyway, uh, yeah, there are avenues for help. Try to find something constructive. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> How are us? What yeah. is it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If yeah, if you know us, if of
1: yeah, all of my close personal friends know that you, you got my number. If you need somebody to talk to, feel free to reach out to me. Yeah, I'm we'll calling. So
2: we never got to.
1: I mean, so nobody's
2: taking medication.
1: I or... used to when i was a kid but i got to the point with uh, ssris and everything else yeah. that i would I, I i i have the frame of mind now that i would rather feel something than nothing at all yeah. and most of the drugs that were prescribed to me i was basically just numb mhm and i don't i don't i don't want to i don't want to be yeah
2: that's kind of my experience too yeah. and i don't know if that was because i was a kid you know what i mean and if there might be better drugs out now because you know, like
1: even when I talk to you you know uh, going up to my every every year January I go do my physicals mm. and I talked to my doctor this year I, I'm on a few new medications now and I thought about it thought about it thought about it and, mm. you know they asked me depression and I was like yeah it's there and they was like how often all the time and it was like <laughs> you want anything no not yet Yeah, I'm just still I don't trust it because, I mean, to this day, you watch commercials for depression, side effects of this. Depression, medication, is yeah. suicide. Yeah. Suicidal. And, I mean, like, even, I, I've talked about it before. The
0: I, thought I, crosses I, my mind. I'm not going to do it, but the, the thought crosses my mind. The, that's the big reason why I try not to do medication, though, because, like, who the fuck wants oily rectal discharge? You know, like, exactly. Like, like that's that's a, that was one. Of I the mean, things. I have that
2: anyway, so it's like, yeah. is it gonna double that?
0: Is it gonna yeah, you, yeah, you. Yeah, you. i gonna be laying I'll down. Straight straight out. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I, I got <laughs> blamed for your fucking splatter in my toilet the other day. Like. Yeah. You son of a bitch, you did it again. Yeah. <laughs> you did it again. I'm not gonna lie to you though. Uh, one of the things that I learned in my years, and I, I think I've shared this with y'all before, so I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share this wisdom with the world. Is um, something I've learned. Right. Never sneeze when you wipe your ass, cause you'll pull back a fucking crime scene. Just remember that. I learned my lesson. But
1: you have extra issues, cause most of that is
0: blood. <laughs> well, at least it's blood for me, but it's cum for you, there, Stacy.
1: Well, no, it's my cum. Coming Either out way, of
0: you. it's oil slick from the K Y, <laughs> y'all. But you. We <laughs> get cum like fear hot, <laughs> <Did> You spit. <laughs> tears, tears in the sun.
1: Have Let's you see. ever have you ever gone the medication route?
0: Uh, self-medicating. That's yeah, that's a normally not really. <laughs> yeah, you ask me. Well, know. that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. I
1: mean, I, and I've, I'll be 100% honest. I've even talked to my doctors about medical marijuana and several different things, and they've told me flat out, once it's legal in Georgia, they will sign me up.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I know the VAs, actually, um, now that they're trying to change how, it's so stupid how marijuana is still a Schedule One narcotic. You know, it's it's up there with heroin. Like, well, the,
1: because most of the people that still make the laws grew right, up right, right. through that, right. the, know, the, yeah, the marijuana or marijuana. It
2: benefits the prison industrial complex.
1: That yeah. and you know the pharmaceutical, yeah, pharmaceutical.
0: yeah, but at the same time, I mean, there are receptors for it in your brain, and once it, if it ever does go federal, that means the VA can now legally test it on us. Mm-hmm. I'm signing up for that quick as shit. Is this yeah. the free weed giveaway? <laughs> yeah. No, did I miss it? And
1: that's one of the things I've actually thought about myself is because with my with with my job, I can live anywhere within the footprint of my company. Mm-hmm. And Florida has medical marijuana, so technically I could move down there. I just don't want to fucking live in Florida.
0: That's a pretty big foot. You
1: know? Yeah, I just don't want. I just <laughs> I just don't want to live there. So yeah, I, I like where I live here. I'm, you know, most of my friends and family are here. Yeah, so. I, I got it.
0: That's the only reason why I stayed is because I bought a house. Like, if I didn't own the home, if I didn't have you fuckheads, I, I would have pulled a pitch years ago. Yeah. Fuck this. I mean, I, I, but I mean, in all honesty, Savannah's not a bad bird. It's Savannah's not a bad
1: bird, but it's literally just, there's. what do you want to do here? Let's go get drunk. That's, I'm
0: going to, let's have sex. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's basically what there is to do here. Let's, let's go drink. Savannah's a drinking city.
0: I mean, yes and yes
2: and no. I mean, do you want to talk about fucking what's there to do? Let's go drink. Let's talk about fucking small town because that's literally all there is. Yeah, yeah. That's... Here you have fucking arcades, you have escape rooms, you have all kinds of tours. Other avenues of yeah, the... yeah. Go yeah. fucking rent a kayak out on Tybee. Fucking there's uh, funny
1: Negro. Shit. We ain't doing that.
0: Yeah, I'm well. just saying. Last time black not guys... necessarily you. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> equal. Yeah. Last time a black man went to the beach end of the United States. <laughs> Pretty much. Are we still doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Hot take. <Okay>. Hot <laughs> take number yes.
1: seventeen. <laughs> I a number but I mean, like, yeah, like you said, super small town. You still live or out there.
3: Just trashy bars and dirt roads. Yeah. That's and it. then it's mean basically
1: metal? you're either gonna go drink in the bar or you're gonna go drink and drive down the dirt road.
0: Yeah. Or smoke crystal methamphetamine.
1: Yeah. Or cook it.
0: You know, I really thought about doing that once, like Breaking Bad stuff like type deal, like cooking meth. You don't want to do it. I don't. Been there, done that. Fuck. It is. And it smells like cat pee. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But you make a lot of fucking money. If you do it, right? But it's also like... Really You have to deal with the clientele. Yeah. (laughs) That's true, too. I got a gun. It's it's not... I wasn't talking about the dangerous part. I was talking about the annoying Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah. We had a dude come by the bar the night. I could tell he was on something. I think he was on meth because he... he, His eyes were everywhere. He, He didn't like... When he was talking, he was like... Damn near dancing it was weird like I was just staring at him I was like this dude's not coming he's not gonna walk through this door and then he luckily he didn't try like, he was just like alright bye and he like just floated off in the light like okay don't come back that was probably Adderall no yeah, I was thinking Molly <laughs> if <Possibly. laughs> he's fucking no, dancing it was yeah, no, yeah, no, probably, so, yeah, probably, probably, probably Molly was, yeah because we have the music outside so it was probably yeah, that's Molly yeah that was probably Molly yeah also very fun truck never tried it
1: I can make a phone call <laughs>
0: You, I, I, I really want to advertise that. Bro, I really want to do a, I really want to do a uh the Joe Rogan DMT shit cuz I want to try that. I heard it's on the list. Really? It's on my, No,
1: no, 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 not not on the Never mind.
0: It's on his bucket list. Yeah, it's, on, it's my on my bucket list. list.
1: Oh. It's on my bucket list. There's nowhere around here I can get it.
0: You a guys ever, ever heard about, about that um that one drug where you see a, a, a dude like talk to you um where you can ask him like to about like, meth? No, it's like <laughs> You um, can do that too. It's like an African drug where you eat the you eat the root and then like Oh, I'll have to text my homeboy about it and ask him. I'll text you. talking name. about
2: like Ayahuasca? Yeah, you're talking about Ibogaine? Ayahuasca, what called? No, I- okay. no, no, Ibogaine. Ibogaine and Ayahuasca is the
0: same thing. Isn't Ibogaine, it? whatever. Or it's close. They're very close. They're close. Well, wait, wait, what it is is like everyone that, that's taken it say that like a, a guy will appear and you can ask him like the questions of the universe and he answers them. And I think that's dangerous. But the um, high is supposed to last like a whole day, like 24
3: hours. I don't know I don't want that Yeah, I don't want, I don't want that, want that. Because that's a 24 hour trip, like, great. The closest I got to anybody talking to me was absinthe. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I seen the little ferry, <laughs> okay. <laughs> i to put this bottle down. We hit the warm though, so that was.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> was, you yeah, that was. That was <laughs> <German>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, they get
3: the real shit there. Not yeah, the bullshit here. Oh yeah, it's you no, can get the real shit fine. here.
1: You just have to get it shipped over and go through the whole process.
3: Huh? I put drinking legit absinthe on the same level as doing shrooms. I uh,
0: I saw a meme. I saw a meme today that said, uh, "Stop making new flavors of Coke. Either put the cocaine in back into it or just shut the fuck up." <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's
1: technically actually. it's still in there." Just, just the have, upper, yeah. yeah the, mm-hmm. So they they still use cocaine for flavoring,
0: but the coca leaves,
1: yeah, they still use coca. Coca leaves are, is still in there. You just don't get the amphetamine upper portion.
0: Oh, it's like a CBD then. Yeah, you know, like it's kind of like that. The yeah, that's dose. a fact.
1: Yes, it's still in there.
0: What I want to know is, do you if you took CBD, will you still piss hot? Like,
1: no, if you get the correct. I've
0: heard. Stuff,
2: I've heard otherwise.
1: You get it, if it you can still. Tr- yeah, it, it's still trace it's, amounts, but if you get the correct, if you go to uh, like a gas station and get some bullshit, you probably will. But if you go through like a reputable like CBD MD, nine times out of ten, you will not.
0: I just wanted for inflammation because I heard it does one Yeah, like,
1: they have really good 60%. stuff. They have like CBD PM and several different things, and, and CBD is really good for inflammation and, and I've stress used and anxiety. Uh, topical stuff too. Yeah, like that roll on, that roll on yeah. is really good. Yeah.
0: I put in my dick and fuck for hours. No, and
1: don't no, do that. Like Spearman yeah, yeah, it's got it's, like spearmint or some shit in it. It's, it's, it's kind of like an icy hot kind of thing. Do not do that.
3: <laughs> Wait, Meyer, don't. Icy hot. You anything <laughs> with icy hot and Ryan Jones is bad. Bro, <laughs> I did
2: <do> that. <laughs> bro, we had a
1: kid in basic. We got him to put
2: fucking Tiger Ball on his nuts. Bro, you, oh, you know my what's my crazy? God. He's like,
0: you you guys are going to agree. You run into the dumbest motherfuckers, though. I had this one kid. He was talking about when we were in Iraq. He didn't shit for like three days. He's like, man, I've not shit in three days. I was like, oh, yeah, just. Drink some faucet water. Come right out. He fucking drank a bottles worth and went, like got dysentery, and was on course for a week because he couldn't <laughs> stop shitting. And I was like, I done killed him. And he came to work the next. He came to work and a week later, all skinny and shit. Like he lost like forty pounds. What you him it worked in it? <laughs> it. Fact, worked. fact, it worked. Fact, but at the same time, I down there killed the boy. <clears throat> I remember we
2: had a we had some uh, we had one kid that was drinking fucking hand sanitizer. Really? Have you ever to jerked get off drunk? hand sanitizer? Yes, to get drunk. No, I have not. It's <laughs> intense.
0: What it's did like, you say? Have you ever jerked off with hand sanitizer? No. Oh, it's intense. <laughs> like, at first, it's, it's spicy, but then it feels like someone's just down there with, with like, ice cubes in their mouth, blowing in your cock. It feels great, bro. Right? No. I'm Highly bad. recommended. At no. least no. once.
2: No. A little bit while. Well, I remember outside. fucking <laughs> smearing that shit under my eyes stay in awake? basic training. Yeah, to stay awake during the fucking lectures. Fucking. I've done the whole
3: master bite like, why you take three Nyquils. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Stand, yeah. you do it for like, yeah, it. Yeah, like, pop an ambient charge. Yeah. Yeah, I always.
1: Do. And that's the most
3: awkward white coats I ever had. I was just laying What the, the fuck, man? That's what I was doing. Let <laughs> <laughs> it finish. And the porn is still on continuous loop.
0: <laughs> it's just playing. And then you roll over and you unplug your headphones and you, it's just. <laughs> ah! 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 <laughs> and everyone's like, I know that's what he's doing.
2: <laughs> didn't you have a story where people heard the suction of your fucking flesh. I told, you, I told it on the podcast, didn't you yeah. you?
3: Well, I? Don't uh, think, uh, I don't think you've ever told it. Yeah, man. You know, I think you do. Bars. Like there, we had a guy who would never miss a beat. You could walk in his room and talk to him while he was doing it. And he'd be like, Yeah, man. Uh, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I remember.
0: It never a skip yeah. uh, What is it? Uh, I told my guys, I was like, if you if you're ever like if you're in your your chew or you're in your spank shack and you're and you're flogging it, don't try to hide the fact that you're jerking your dick, because we all know what the fuck you're doing. You're in there jerking your dick, right? What you do is you put a light next to you so it broadcasts it like so you give people the puppet show, right? So they know what you're doing. And then number two, if they still choose to open the door or pull the curtain back, you don't fucking try to hide it. You you face them and you give them the war face as you're doing it and you fucking go harder with it. You fucking
3: <laughs> lean in.
2: And I'm just like, whoa oh, shit! I'm like, yeah
3: You know? That only backfires when you finish while you're doing it. Get out of here, chaplain! Because then you shoot somebody in the face and you're like, oh. That's your fault though. <laughs> I shouldn't open the door. Crossfire. Would that still be considered friendly fire? I guess so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus, yeah, man. Oh man. Or
0: you're like you, you know, and the or like you have those dudes that like they like to they like to jerk it in the shower. You know the drains never work good over there, so like you'll 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 see the jellyfish and you're just like motherfucker. Like, why did you look up? The, there's still water in the in the in the, the bottom of it, and you don't want to step in it. So when you open the curtain after someone, you know, or you go to get in, you look, you check. You know, like that's something we learned is before you shit, you check. Before you piss, you check. Before you shower, you check. Cause you
3: eat. never going to shower better. I think
0: he was oh. rolling his eyes. Oh. <laughs> that,
2: was, that wasn't even a joke.
0: <laughs> that was not a joke. But to Stacey it was. Because my ass are this big. The bad part is like I can see from like. I don't see like up here, I don't see down here, but I can see way the fuck out oh, my, my left is my left and right limits are good, but my up and down? I have to actually like move my whole head, like you know what I'm saying. Peripheral is skewed. Now my peripherals are great. So anyways. Yeah.
2: So we usually end off um, when we have a guest on. You know, we kind of let you have the last word if there's anything that you wanted to leave the audience with, anything you want to <coughs> say, any life motto. It could be I like chicken nuggets. It could be fucking, you know. Jesus is the bread.
3: <laughs> it's not that big too. Jesus
0: my bread. <laughs> Jesus is the
3: bread. Jesus is <laughs> the bread. My main thing is, if you know you have a problem, whether it be from military background or childhood background, if you need help, get it. Uh, don't wallow in self-pity. Yeah. yeah. No. But don't get a gun and start shooting people in the mall Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: you know you know why there, I think there's so many mass shootings mm. it's because chicks don't suck dick anymore <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> like if you're I, I feel like there are more chicks sucking but listen, dick but listen listen, listen 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 <laughs> listen listen <laughs> yeah, listen ever. listen hot take number 19 if you were if you were for real like like if I was about to go harm someone and some chick just walked up and was like are you going to go hurt someone like yeah how about I just suck your dick, right? Okay, I mean, I guess I'm not gonna hurt that person anymore. Like, let's go, you know, like.
2: Yeah, but usually these people that are shooting this shit up are so like allergic to
0: pussy, like they're
2: so fucking. They had they
0: had pussy since pussy had them. Yeah. Okay. A lot of the them dude, are literally the, incels. The the dude that fucking shot all those people in Las Vegas. Stephen Paddock. He had like three fucking Filipino male order brides, didn't he?
2: I know he had one. Wasn't he? Well,
0: what was he doing? He went fucking wrong really? I me mean, like
2: I don't I don't, don't gonna know. Gonna do that's my was crazy. I think know. he was on some other shit. I think he was like Pay-o-view. mad at the world, like on some fucking revenge on the world shit. Hmm. I don't know that, that ever came out, like the motives behind his shit. I mean I've really listened
1: to country it. music. I'm not a fan either. It's <laughs> not all that.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I was going to pick one to shoot up, it'd definitely be
0: fucking You just had to, have to listen do it all backwards. <laughs> I mean, I, just I figured, I, I, figured I, I, had to,
1: if... I, I needed my own hot take for this
0: episode. Yeah, I might you, as well you, throw one in there. You, would, you would do it because, you know, you'd be shooting on mostly white people. <laughs> no, I like white women. I need my own reparation form. <laughs> yeah, but you were like the reverse Remy at that point in time. Reverse Remy? Yeah. The only thing I could think you get of the
3: reverse, right, John? Yeah, you guys used to
0: call me Remy every
2: fucking <laughs> day.
3: No, that was Matthews we called Remy. And you guys can say what you want about... You guys can say what you want about pedophiles, but at least they drive slow through school zones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like that, actually. I'm going to start using it. <laughs> that was, that was good. Thanks, man.
4: <laughs>
0: oh, well, I love that one. Yeah, that's, that's actually a really good one because We're fucked up people, but we so, got good <laughs> jokes. No, that was, yeah, like I said, that was a good one because I'm Catholic. So, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Priests obey the law. They're technically, it doesn't some, loss. Loss. Some, yeah, some, some, some. Loss. Loss. Ah, what does it say in Yeah, it does say in the
1: Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Mm. So me, don't bother me. <laughs> With that,
2: seek help. What was
0: John's, uh, what, was John's uh, what was your party shot? Oh,
1: Jesus. He was
0: saying
2: that if you need help, it was, a, it was actually, we were serious first. Yeah, answer. um, if yeah. If you need help, seek it.
1: Yeah, and, uh, we're we're here for you. Uh, give us a call. Um,
2: Comment on the
1: Facebook. Ro-
2: Robert Paul Champagne, if you're listening, hit us up on Instagram. <coughs> Stacy's been waiting for you to hop in them DMs. And
0: Stacy will suck your dick. He'll be the guy at the tree this week. There you go. That's no. gonna be a, that's gonna be a really big tree though. But yeah, <laughs> RPC, if you want to fund us
2: uh, some tickets and make it up that way to New York, there's lots of stuff we'd like to see. Stacy would like to see the inside of your apartment. And your penis. I'd like <laughs> to see the art museums, you know. Well, let's make it happen. I'm gonna get Joe to has an aunt in
0: Manhattan yeah. or something. We got some really good Chinese food there. Oh, bro, I love Chinese food. Yeah, me too. You know that. Then you, I eat your dog. we eat our dog and get a big boy with a Bye. Can we do remember Bye. 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 I didn't remember you see us next week.